Hey, kiddo. How was the hill? Did you learn anything? Yeah, that ripping pow induces spontaneous joy. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com. What do you see as the biggest challenges in, in conservation? Yeah, the, the growing human population. Because if where we are, there's nothing else. And do you have views about what should be done about that? Can't you guess? Uh, well, it could be on a on a spectrum from mass sterilisation to no, no. Uh, to to uh, you know greater availability of contraception. I don't know. I don't know what your views are as to what can be done about it. Well, I think I think. Uh, might be described as voluntary family limitation. I grew up in the 1960s, watching those TV commercials with those starving kids in Africa who stared vacantly at the camera with sad eyes and distended bellies. And in sixth grade, my glee club teacher, Mr. Collins, had us change the words in this song we were singing. Three billion people in the world to Four billion people in the world. And I was shocked. I couldn't believe that the population was so big. And I was even more shocked because no one else in the class seemed at all disturbed by this fact. And a couple days later, I told my friend Susie Hollander that because there seemed to be too many people in the world for it to handle, that I wasn't going to have any kids. And she looked at me and she replied that she was going to have three. This is unsustainable. I am not a bigot. Mother Earth is dying because I exist. I trust these philanthropist eugenicists who just want what's best for me. I am an empowered and free global citizen. A war over resources? Or will it stop growing because people choose to have smaller families? And by smaller families, I mean one-child families. And this is where people start getting nervous talking about overpopulation and population issues because they're scared that I'm going to take away their rights to have children. But I don't want to take people's rights away. I want to give people rights. Hi, we're Natasha and Luca, that vegan couple from YouTube and other social media. The time has come to make animal rights history. Join us in London on October 7 for the Animal Rebellion. It's a two-week disruption, but you can come for any time you're able to. Taking direct action for animals to disrupt business as usual and demand serious change from governments is what the animal victims and the planet desperately need. Hey everyone, we're in Lisbon, Portugal. We are disrupting in a supermarket, or a shopping centre I should say. There's lots of restaurants around us. We have about 23 activists with us tonight and we're playing the screams of animals. If we all sterilize ourselves and give the animals human rights, we can all have equal animal rights together and eat plant-based fortified kibble to stop the hashtag climate crisis and achieve hashtag climate justice with the good grown-ups at the big banks, governments, and global corporations. You know, is spending a million dollars on that last three months of life for that patient, would it be better not to lay off the, those 10 teachers and to make that trade up in medical costs. But that's called the death panel, uh, and you're not supposed to have that discussion. So you, of course, well, that's making... an interesting 
than you just said. Our Earth is warming up and our oceans are rising. Extreme weather is wrecking millions of lives. From California to the Amazon, our forests are burning. We are in a climate emergency. We cannot let this happen on our watch. Up to one million species are becoming extinct because of mankind's actions, and time is running out. History shows us that when enough people rise up and demand change, those in power have no choice but to act. Millions of people around the world are taking to the streets on a climate strike, demanding our leaders listen to the science and act. We must take back power. That means voting for leaders who care about the future of our planet. Join in supporting environmental movements like Greenpeace. Our technology will save us that doesn't even exist yet. We're not even sure works. So for everyone to have quality of life, the number of humans on Earth needs to go down. And I believe that it needs to go down to two billion people, which sounds radical because there are seven billion people on the planet today. But it's actually the world population of just 80 years ago. So let's change our idea of what the ideal family looks like. And let's not be afraid to talk about overpopulation because it is not about taking rights away from people. It is about giving opportunities to women, children, and future generations. And lastly, let's be part of the solution. The Red Brigade symbolizes the blood that connects all of us. It's the blood that connects humans, species, all of us to the earth. So for me, the Red Brigade is a vessel to hold the emotions of um, grief and loss and rage and joy and love and peace. And it's those emotions that connect all of us. And um, we work or we try to work as one, which symbolizes that we are all connected. We act as one, we try to, we move as one. We are all one. Everything is relative and morality is subjective, so we must act together to save the planet. You are highly evolved gods who evolved by random chance through evolution that created something out of nothing in a meaningless cold material universe that evolved life out of nothing by transforming cosmic ponscom into monkeys who must save the planet by getting rid of themselves and creating a totalitarian technocratic global monoculture society. We must eat nutrient-fortified kibble in our smart cities and pay for our cockroach milk and VR porn with carbon credits so the IMF, World Bank and Fortune 100 can save the planet from the evil CO2 we exhale and poor little Billie Eilish can have her future back. I am not deceived. Pop culture is healthy and is not programming me to self-destruct. I will save the world by eating sustainable vegan kibble and demanding the government give me the same rights as animals. I am not being dehumanized. I am empowered. Veganism and vasectomies should be mandatory. Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide and I trust the people on the TV screen. Peace, Reflections So guys? What's up, everybody? Just making sure the, the audio's working here. Making sure all the stuff on the back end's working. Look at everybody. I see that everybody is, is wearing their face diapers, too. Good job, guys.
Wow. Look at that. Let's get some thumbs up up in the chat right now from all you, from all you bigots. Hope everybody's doing well today. Hope everyone's doing well. OK's up there regulating the chat. Got our, our designated mod. I think OK might be like the only mod <laughs> now. All right. All right, all right, all right. Hope that, hope that got everybody nice and warmed up. We're going to be learning a lot today. Today we're going to be learning all about, all about how to be a good global citizen. Right? This is the theme of the month, the theme of the year. How to be a good global citizen. How to be not toxically masculine if you're a male. How to be a proper, how to be a proper good citizen, regardless of which gender fluids you happen to excrete. All right, guys. All right, what's up going on? What's going on here in the chat? I saw Garland Farms. What's up, Garland Farms? How you doing, man? Penelope Diamond Tuesday. We got a bunch of names I don't, I'm not used to seeing. Zyklon Be Still and No God. What's up, man? Crispy Johnson. What's happening? All right. All right. There we go. We got plenty of people in here now. Let's get started. <sighs> what is it? It's Tuesday. Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday afternoon. It's kind of the middle of the week. It's the middle of the week. Middle of the week on Tuesday. <laughs> Hope everybody's doing well. We got we got somebody already upset in the chat. We have anonymous profile Penelope Pestock. Oh, you're an anti-masker. Seriously, rolling eyes emoji. Whoa, Penelope 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 Pestock. You're anti-mask? OMG. You must not watch enough TV. You must not watch enough television. Hey, Peeny Lope. Hey, Peeny Lope. If you got a problem with it, with me not wearing my face diaper right now, you go ahead and put your face diaper on and then put an extra one on, okay? Okay? Go ahead and sleep with that on. All right, Peeny Lope. Peeny Lope pissed back. Good global citizen Peeny Lope out there. Right. Thought policing. Thought police. Oh, you're an anti. You're an anti masker. <laughs> what do you hate? You hate science. Why do you hate science? You hate children and grandma. Why you hate my grandgram? My grandgram's so nice. She paid my rent for like six months while I went to college, aka was stripping and doing coke and Molly. <laughs> What's up, anti vegan? There we go. God meets sleeps with two masks just to be safe. Just to be safe. Just to be safe. But we got we got the uh, the human bots. We got the human bots up in the chat. Peeny lope. Repetition is the greatest form of mind control. Repetition is the greatest form of mind control. <laughs> Peeny lope's gone. Oh, good global citizens. They, they always show up. They always show up. They always bring the last two. All right, so we need to learn a little bit more about the situation. Uh, I want to just big shout out to Peeny Lope, who just got banned. She won't be back in the chat, but um, Peeny Lope, she's out of here. Let's learn a little bit more about why we should all, why we all must wear masks indefinitely. Indefinitely. Cover your freaking face. Wear your face diapers. Let's learn a little bit more about, about proper mask wearing form. 
My apologies. I was wearing my mask because I just got back from a full day of being a good person. I love my mask because it's a simple yet effective way to display my righteousness. Am I concerned that two children in China dropped dead because they were forced to wear masks in gym class? Nope. Am I concerned that we're creating a generation of children who will be socially awkward and conditioned to fear their fellow man? No. Am I concerned that I'm contributing to an impending socialist technocracy that will enslave the global population? Not even a little bit. Am I concerned that my mask is symbolic of my compliance to the social conditioning that will eventually lead to the forced vaccination of every man, woman, and child on planet Earth? Not a chance. And why am I not concerned, you ask? I'm not concerned because I decided a long time ago that shallow and significant gestures are a much easier way to showcase my morality than actually being moral. Because in order to be a real good person, I gotta stand up to a real bad person. And I don't like standing up to or for anything. I've decided that it's much easier to trick my own mind into thinking compliance is a virtue instead of what compliance actually is. Cowardice. I prefer to float through life completely ignorant to the fact that every socialist takeover has always begun in the exact same way. With government overreach, public shaming, censorship, and a toilet paper shortage. Don't believe me? Google toilet paper shortage in communist Russia. Did you think you were having a unique experience? I prefer to pretend history never repeats itself so that I can stand by and turn a blind eye every time history repeats itself. I prefer to call anyone who speaks up, fights back, or stands their ground a lunatic or a conspiracy theorist so that I don't feel obligated to do my own research. Research takes away from me time. And lastly, I prefer to put on my mask and stand among a sea of masks so that I never have to be seen, be free, or reveal the deep dark shadows that lurk within me. <laughs> Alright. Now I don't know if this is originally, I don't know who made this video. It's kind of like Soph, right? I guess I remember Soph. Good old Soph. What happened to that girl? <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was pretty on point. I like that one. Uh, but let's let's learn a little bit more about the um, the high tech solutions. The high tech solutions to this terrible problem. Uh, the only way that we can fix this, the only way that we can fix this terrible disease that, you know, I mean, everybody I know is sick from, I'm sure everybody you know is sick as well, right? Uh, the only way we can fix this is obviously, obviously, living in a freaking bubble. So we've got uh, this company. This, we've got a startup here. This, here we go, guys. So this is how you can become a truly good global citizen. Truly good global citizen. This is how you become a truly, a truly resilient, healthy person. I am a soy boy because I love soy. I'm a soy boy because I love soy. It's funny, it's giving double notifications now, but that's cool that it went through. I think that maybe I'm getting the Streamlabs down. There's a few other adjustments I got to do. We got the Art of Truth and Love. Thanks so much. Sending two bucks. Says, what's your Streamlab? I'm not donating to YouTube. Um, remember, guys, hey, keep it clean in the chat, y'all. Keep it clean in the chat. You guys want to see these streams, don't be trying to get me kicked off with your behavior in the chat. Appreciate that. Best way to send Super Chats via Streamlabs. Streamlabs. So we got Bubble, Bubble Man, uh, John Lennon wannabe based boomer in a bubble with uh, 
<laughs> right? You got John Lennon wannabe and uh, and Yoko Ono, Yoko Ono Ono Jr. cruising around in their bubble masks. Look at them, so cool. Look how safe they are. They're keeping everybody safe and healthy. They're keeping themselves healthy. They're keeping others healthy. That this is good. This is good. This is the image. The image of the new, the new global citizen. Getting off of your public transportation. Decreasing your carbon footprint by using public transportation to travel. And wearing a bubble on their head. I just, there's so much progress, so much health. You can just feel the empowerment in the air around these two. And they're a lovely couple. A lovely couple. Look at them standing underneath a CCTV camera. Standing underneath these surveillance cameras. In their little plastic bubbles over their head. Walking around. What happens when you sneeze? <laughs> Somebody, right? What happens if you sneeze? What happens if you have rank-ass breath? What happens if you have really bad breath and you're wearing that bubble on your face? What if a bee gets in, <laughs> gets in there? <laughs> What's going on with this? Anybody going to buy this? Who's going to buy this? The unusual masks people are using to beat COVID-19. And that's uh, from economictimes.indiatimes.com. Check out these unusual Guys, masks. If you want to be the big man, the big daddy. Uh-oh. The big man, the big daddy. We got, we got someone who wants to be the big mom and the big daddy. Throwing a super chat. Dang, our truth and love. Our truth and love. I've not seen, we've not seen you here for a while. There are a few streams where you were single-handedly, single-handedly sponsoring the stream. We got a nice, big, fat, generous super chat. Wanting to be the big man, the big daddy. I wonder if you can resend Streamlabs. Let's see. How dare you? There you go. Let's see if it doesn't. No. Check. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I've got it on random. But the art of truth and love definitely want to be the big man, the big daddy. Donate 50 bucks. It says much love, keep up good work. Oh. If you want to be the big man, the big daddy. There we go. There we go. Art of truth and love says much love, keep up good work. Can't always catch the show, but I do when I can. Guys. If you want to be the big man, the big daddy. There we go. There we go. I can't even, I can't even get the show started, you guys, giving so much support. So um, I appreciate the support. What's going on? Too many. Too many notifications. If you want to be the big man, the big daddy. Oh, I guess. I don't know what's going on now. I think I, I hit reset it way too many times. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, we've got uh, Fast Keto Prime. Fast Keto Prime donated Canadian five bucks through Super Chat. Says, Tristan, coming at us live on his treadmill. Coming at you live from my treadmill. This is Tristan Hacker coming at you live from my treadmill in Ecuador. Everybody make sure to wear your masks. I'm just not feeling Dr. Gregor impression today. Guess what, Doc? We just we did like 20 minutes of Dr. Gregor talk the other day. Coming at you live from my treadmill, bobbing my head, incoherently slurring my speech, and trailing off into the distance because I don't know what I'm even saying because I don't even pay attention to the words that I say. 
What's up, Dr. Gregor? Thanks, Fast Keto Prime. Appreciate that. You guys check out Fast Keto Prime over there. All right. There we go. It is Tuesday. It is Tuesday afternoon. And I've had a long day, but, you know, after a long day of working outside in my mask, right, after milking the cows this morning all alone, wearing my face diaper, being sure that I don't infect my cows with my disgusting human germ bugs, making sure to rebreathe all those disgusting human germ bugs that are coming out of my mouth, making sure to decrease my oxygen intake. Um, after that, after that, to stand in solidarity with the heroes, in solidarity with the heroes of the settled science, with the experts, uh, you know, to stand in solidarity with the essential workers, the essential people, right? the ones that we need, not like the extra one, like people like you and me, the essentials, the essentials, the people who are intelligent enough to think about things and ask big questions and think about some of these big word issues with the grown-ups, all right? So I wanted to know what was the best mask that I could wear to show solidarity, and I found several that were really, really cool. Um, first of all, we've got this Indian Independence Day. Happy Independence Day for Indian children. We've got a young, young boy looking about maybe five years old, maybe rider's age, maybe like four, wearing his oxygen deprivation muzzle, making sure that he's healthy and making sure to be patriotic to his great nation of India that is standing in solidarity with everybody else in the world and fighting with the essentials, the essential workers, the essential twerkers. Uh, we've also got this ventilation mask. Colombian industrial designer Ricardo Conde wears a new ventilation mask against the spread of a new coronavirus designed by him alongside a medical doctor and two aeronautical engineers as he uses a mobile phone in Bogota. So while you're frying your head with your mobile phone, while you're blasting your head with radio frequencies and microwave frequencies from your phone, you can also have a bubble around your head so that you can't breathe fresh air at all or contaminate the outside world with your disgusting humanity. Okay? <laughs> it's like the new original sin. It's not just being human. It's not just uh, the carbon scan. And the new original sin is all the germs, right? We're just, we're destroying the planet with our gases, our toxic gases, but also because uh, we're basically just walking, talking um, bioweapons, right? That's what we are now. That's what we're being told. And we'd be a good global citizen by covering our muzzle, right? Muzzle in our face, wearing a bubble, living in a freaking bubble. They're, they're normalizing this. Normalizing living in a freaking bubble, putting a bubble over your head. <laughs> Ruby donated 669. There you go. Ruby, thanks a lot. I appreciate that, Ruby. Let's see. Ruby says, hey, Tr hey, Tristan, finally managed to catch this stream live in the UK. Love your streams. Keep up the good work. Ruby, appreciate that. Muchísimas gracias. That's cool that you're in the UK and you can catch it. I try to do these earlier every once in a while. It's nice doing it at night because everything's kind of taken care of. Children are in bed. But it's also nice doing it during the day because I can get to sleep at a reasonable hour. So I do like doing them at this time. If you guys want more streams at this time, keep supporting. Appreciate the support from everybody. All right, so this dude living in his pod, got his cell phone though, right? Got to get that cell phone. Got to always carry the cell phone. Got to have the hot designer consumer electronic items. 
And eventually we can become one ourselves. But look at this, number three, a mask made with recyclable bottles and cans. Brazilian fashion photographer, Marcio Rodriguez, wears a mask made with recyclable bottles, cans, and boxes after over 20 days in which these garbage items were not collected because of the quarantine imposed to control the spread of the new novel. I'll add novel, just so that you know that I read. I read the Washington Post. <laughs> novel. Novel coronavirus. In Belo Horizonte, Brazil. So they're not even collecting the garbage. They didn't even collect garbage for 20 days in this little shanty town in Brazil. No garbage collection, but wearing beer cans on your head and plastic all over your face, this is gonna help you to be healthy. We've got plastic water bottle. A woman wears a plastic water bottle to cover her face amid the spread of the coronavirus in Montevideo. So there you go, beautiful, brave, stunning, wearing uh, plastic kitchen gloves, because if you wear gloves, you can't, everything, you're safe, right? Your hands are not gonna be touching things. It's your humanness. If you touch things, you touch the world. If you breathe on the world with your humanness, it's bad, apparently. But just put some plastic in between you and the world. Here's another one, water tank mask. There we go. There we go. Resident using an improvised face shield made from a plastic water tank to protect him from the COVID-19 pandemic walks in his neighborhood in Manila. You've also got a face mask for the deaf. So people can see your mouth. How lovely. So they can read your lips as you're telling them, put on your mask. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Uh, we've got this one, handmade mask. That just looks like a water bottle with some band-aids and a little tube. It goes to the back of his neck so that he can inhale the air that's coming off of his back. Great. A, just a plastic water bottle put on your face. So different ways that we can dehumanize ourselves. We've got just a weird mask, right? Hey, just, just put on a uh, Halloween mask. That's enough. Right? Just anything to cover your face. Solidarity. Solidarity. More plastic bottles. Here we go. Plastic bag mask. <laughs> plastic bag mask. Top shelf health materials here. Right, make sure to get this one from an authorized, uh, from an authorized vendor. There are a lot of fakes. There are a lot of Chinese fakes going around out there. We want to make sure you're getting the real thing. All right, so um, you can find this at your local dollar store. You can buy a, uh, go to the dollar store, buy anything, and you get a free mask, basically. Watch out for the fakes, though. Those Chinese fakes everywhere. Uh, here you go. We just got. Just some hefty bags, just over your face. And a trash bag. There you go, so this lady, she's, she's cutting weight for the next UFC. <laughs> she's, got, she's covered in trash bags, look at her gloves. Got her cell phone though, got the cell phone. Can't even see through the hefty bags. So here we go, uh, to all you, all you maskers, all you, uh, all you folks like uh, Peeny Lope, who started this stream out by complaining. This is how we expect you to act now and to look. So, um, yeah, this is how you be safe. This is how you be healthy. Here we go. Another one, another hefty bag, just a plastic bag over his face. There we go. This man is quite safe. Just plastic. Here we go. Just a normal mask. What an idiot normie. A normal mask. So there you go. Those are some ideas. Right? We have, there, there are so many ways that we can express ourselves. There's so many ways that we can stand in solidarity with the essential workers, with the essential workers. 
There's so many ways that we can be good global citizens and um, it's, it's just essential, right? What, what face masks are best for exercise? Here's everything you need to know. To stay safe and comfortable during exercise, be sure to find a mask that will keep up with you. Here are tips on what to look for, plus five great options. So just really just hard-hitting health journalism here at everydayhealth.com. Got a lovely picture of some, uh, some uh, looking like uh, non-white women doing yoga. Right? Because we know we all know that black women that they love to do yoga, um, so just you know standing in solidarity and they're doing yoga in masks. These black cartoon women, yoga in their masks, right? fantastic, amazing, just incredible. Now remember, we talked about we talked about what's going on here. We've been talking about this for months, so let's go ahead and uh, let's just reiterate. So Klaus Schwab and Thierry Milleret. Klaus Schwab started the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum, they meet at Davos every year. International corporations, banking, the IMF, World Bank, world leaders get together to discuss policy, economic policy, which is really human behavior control policy for the globe. Oh, if you want to be the big man, the big daddy. You got a big man, big daddy. Throwing a super chat out. Rudely interrupting. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Philip Edenhorn, thanks a lot. Says, I uh, found you through Jay, through Jay. Love your stuff. God bless from Sweden. What are your thoughts on external drinkable ketones? That's a good question. I think these external drinkable ketones... All right, there are certain cases where some... Pe I, I know people who enjoy them in certain cases. Most of the people I see enjoying them, though, are just people who are marketing them. I think most of these are just are fad marketing scams. You can create ketones in your own body, right? And a lot of people, they're getting these ketone drinks and they're thinking, oh, if I just take these ketones, it's gonna make me healthy. You're having high ketones, makes me healthy inherently. There are uses for these things with endurance athletics. I've seen people use them for training in certain ways, right? But I would say it's best, my opinion, it's best to, it's best to avoid them. Best to avoid them. Make your own ketones. Try to burn fat. Try to burn body fat. Burn your own body fat to make those ketones. So thanks for the uh, for the donation. Appreciate that. And uh, remember, for every for every hundred dollars of super chats, that's ten percent of Greta, Greta Thunberg's dreams and childhood. Uh, they're just unrecoverable by her. Those will go. Those dreams and that uh, portion of her childhood will go directly into. Um, into the channel here, into building this channel. So thank you so much. Appreciate that. Helping steal those dreams and the childhood of Greta. So uh, COVID-19, the Great Reset. The Great Reset. The Great Reset. And they've been talking about the Great Reset since long before. Since far before this COVID thing. The Great Reset is a rebranding of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. It is a rebranding of Brave New World. A rebranding of Technocracy, essentially. A rebranding of global totalitarian technocracy under the guise of saving the planet, saving ourselves. So Klaus Schwab started the World Economic Forum. Very important thinker. How dare you? Says in one form or another, social and physical distancing measures are likely to persist, excuse me, are likely to persist after the pandemic itself subsides. Why is this? 
Whoa, 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 wait, why? In one form or another, social and physical distancing measures are likely to persist after the pandemic itself subsides, justifying the decision in many companies from different industries to accelerate automation. After a while, the enduring concerns about technological unemployment will recede as societies emphasize the need to restructure the workplace in a, in a way that minimizes close human contact. So he's telling us here, World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, Davos, telling us here, telling us here that it's about training us that human beings are bad, training us that we need social and physical distancing. Remember they said, oh, social distancing, it doesn't mean you have to be actually distant, it just means physical distancing. Just keep two meters. Well, why are they saying social and physical distancing here? They wanna get us used to living in pods, paying for your VR porn with carbon credits, social credit score, and want you to get used to scoring each other's social credits, right? Uh, rating each other in a social credit system, snitching on each other using apps, being tracked using apps, having all the interactions that you have with the world go through a middleman of tech, a technological middleman in between you and every interaction with every human being in the world. This is what this is about. So they say, again, Klaus Schwab, Indeed, automation technologies are particularly well-suited to a world in which human beings can't get cl too close to each other or are willing to reduce their interactions. Our lingering and possibly lasting fear of being infected with a virus, COVID-19 or another, mm, will thus speed the relentless march of automation, particularly in the fields most susceptible to automation. And then, oh, what do you know? Oxford University says, oh, this is going to happen. It's all good. There's an additional phenomenon set to support the expansion of automation when economic distancing might follow social distancing. So they're talking about the regionalization of supply chains, a top-down regionalization where the physical machinery are loaned out regionally and production of your Beyond Burgers, right, where you can have your, your Beyond Sausage and your cockroach milk will be locally produced. The World Economic Forum will tell you, oh, this is local. Here you go. We've got the um, the Leo DiCaprio Bioconverter 300 machine. This thing costs $3.5 billion. But guess what? The IMF will give you a loan so that you could put this in FEMA region number nine so that you can produce your own Beyond Burgers. We'll send you the soy. <laughs> we'll own the machine. You're basically just renting it from us. And we'll regionalize production using automation. So it's not about... Saving the planet, it's not about saving you from the nasty bugs. It is about the adoption of what they call the fourth industrial revolution tech, which is a dehumanizing slave grid that is run by centralized AI, which they want you to deify and personify. You know what AI is? These are computer algorithms that are written by human beings. AI is computer algorithms, binary code written by human beings to perform simple tasks. Simple tasks, on, off, ones and zeros. That's what AI is. But they're telling you that AI is like a god. It's this amazing thing, and it's gonna make your life so much better. And it's gonna save us. We're gonna all gonna get saved by the AI. That's what we're told. Obviously, it's a crock of shit. <laughs> the AI. It's not gonna save us. Automation is not gonna save us. This is about control. This is about tracking, tracing, and controlling humanity. 
What face masks are best for exercise? You, they're telling you to wear a face mask while you exercise outside. It's all with good reason. There's evidence that your risk of spreading virus particles may be greater during exercise when you're breathing heavier, where making mask wearing that much more important. Thank you so much, Everyday Health. So I'm just gonna go put on my mask and go run outside. <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. Right, even though there were two Chinese students that dropped dead in PE from wearing masks and running. Let's just do this to our children. Freaking nutty. All right, the Art of Truth and Love sends 50. Hey, thank you, the Art of Truth and Love. Send a big fat super chat of $50. Let me see if I can. How dare you, my dreams, my childhood. How dare you? How dare you? Now, you know what? I should move the alert box down here. I'll have to change the settings too so that it makes the text more bold. But thank all right, the Art of Truth and Love, thank you for the generous donation. Appreciate that. The Spirit clearly says that in later times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose, cons whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. Oh, it cut off though. Where's the rest of it? How do I read the rest of it? There we go. Come over here, I can read the rest. That's from 2 Timothy, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I guess it, you reached, it reached the, uh, it reached the maximum characters, but I'll find. First Timothy, not Second Timothy. There you go. Let me uh, let me do you do a good one here. Let's uh, there we go. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, and this was the super chat that was sent by the Art of Truth and Love. Thank you so much. It says now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, and commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received with, with thanksgiving, of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. All right, thank you so much for that super chat. Dark Bird sends a $5 super chat, or that's a yeah, Streamlabs. Remember the Streamlabs link? That's the best way to support using the Streamlabs. Speaking of isolation, have you read E.M. Forster's The Machine Stops? Beyond relevant and very prescient. Check it out if you haven't. It's a quick read. Um, yes, thank you. Is Thank you for the suggestion. I will, uh, let me just copy, copy the uh, title for this and... See if I can find it. If you got a PDF, what I do, because shipping is crazy here, what I usually do is I get PDF of the books and I print them. I print them at home. The machine stops. There you go. All right. Thank you very much. I think uh, my internet connection has been solid lately. Just, I mean, today it's been solid. There's some weird stuff going on with my internet. Weird stuff. I don't really know what it is. I can't make any... I can't make any assertions on what is happening, but it's not happening to anyone else in the neighborhood. And we're on fiber optic. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Courage, though. All right. Oh, right when I said that, my internet cut out. 
<laughs> oh, there we go. I guess we're coming back now. Well, that was weird. That was strange. Right when I'm talking about, hey, how nice. It's been at least like 20 minutes or so without a buffering issue. I was talking about how my internet might be better today. And it cut out. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. Freaking internet connection. All right, guys. What's happening in the stream? Okay. Crispy Johnson, Courtney Shoemaker, Honest AF. What's happening? Diamond Tuesday, Susie Lee. Terrence McKenna up in the chat. Can you believe it? Is AI vegan friendly? Terrence McKenna is vegan friendly. As I traveled down, mushroom would tell me. I thought perhaps the mushroom will help me get through the situation. If you just ask the mushroom to give you better internet connection. The hyperdimensional, self-transforming machine elves can enter into the fiber optic cables and connect you to the crystalline lattice networks of the third eye matrix that will ascend and descend simultaneously. Terrence McKenna, in the chat today. Oh... <laughs> uh. Terrence. Oh, Terrence. If, if only Terrence McKenna was able to live to see all his stupid predictions not come true about 2012. <laughs> Remember when Terrence McKenna... McKenna was... That was one of the biggest psyops. The whole 2012 thing. Man, and McKenna was like at the forefront of that. that. He was the guy who really, really brought that about. The 2012 New Age eschatology. <laughs> all right. Back to the task at hand. Is it safe to exercise outdoors now? This is what a doctor has to say. Yeah, we know you were worried about the weight you have put on during the lockdown. But before you step out, hear what an expert has to say. Because we need to know if it's safe to exercise outside. I'm looking outside right now. Look at this. I don't, I don't know if it's safe. Let's see if I can, where's the, is it safe out there for me? I don't, I don't know if it's safe. Look at that. Look, there's another human being right there. Look out there. I don't think I can go out there without a mask. I don't, I don't, I don't feel safe without a mask. I don't feel safe, but I want to exercise. Right? Don't I want to exercise? I don't know. I have to ask the experts. Let's go ask the experts. Or just one expert. Any expert will do. Any expert will do. Any expert will do. Let's, let's hear what the experts have to say. The experts. Don't get too excited seeing people working out in the open because ever since COVID-19 has been declared to be airborne, the threat of you catching it has increased by many folds. Damn. All right, first paragraph, and I already know I should be scared. All right, so we, we know we should be afraid. It's airborne. It's invisible. It's everywhere. Be scared. Right? And, and we are. We're being good global citizens. We're afraid. We know that many of you might have splurged money on buying that perfect pair of shoes, thinking that at least running is something you can try your hands on to lose some weight. But it looks like coronavirus has some other plans for you. 
All right, let's let's just uh, let's anthropomorphize it now. Let's let's just deify it. <laughs> the Corona gods have other plans for you. That's why if you were planning a running session to lose those extra kilos, then first you need to hear what Dr. Manjusha Agarwal, consultant of internal medicine at Global Hospital Mumbai, has to say. Number one, always wear a mask. According to Dr. Agarwal, wow. According to Dr. Agarwal, if you are going out for a walk or run, you can wear a thin layered mask to protect yourself from contamination. Although various experts have a different take on it, according to some, it's not advisable to wrap your nose or mouth while exercising. But if you are doing brisk walking, then there's nothing to worry about. But hey, the last expert, the last expert told me that I should wear it if I'm running. Now you're saying we might not want to wear it if we're doing intense exercise? I just don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. Oh my goodness, I'm in a state of learned helplessness now. Oh my! I'm in a state of agitation and learned helplessness because I'm getting mixed messages from media that are making me feel conflicted inside. But don't worry, a good global citizen is always in a state of agitation and learned helplessness. And that helplessness, that helplessness allows you to open your mind, your heart, chakra, and your third eye to open it up all of them up, your heart chakra, your third eye, to open them up to the knowledge and wisdom of the experts. Okay, number two, look for an isolated place, right? So if you do, if you really just have to go outside, which you don't and you shouldn't, first of all, be afraid. Second of all, wear a mask. Third, look for an isolated place, right? Oh no, that's just, that's number, number one is always wear a mask. Number two, just look for an isolated place. If you want to run or exercise outdoors, then look for a place which is not overcrowded. You can run on the roadside. Run on the roadside. Right? Diesel fumes are really good for you, especially if you had leaded gasoline in your country. Diesel fumes are fantastic. Run on the roadside. Or near the coastline. But you must avoid going to overcrowded parks as there are higher chances of virus transmission there, she says. Number three, choose a time when it's breezy. Right? Because the breeze can bring the invisible enemy that's everywhere away from you, right? Gyms are a big no-no right now. Number four, gyms bad. Gyms bad, scary. Scary, no. Gyms, no. Go for an early morning run. Dr. Agarwal advises that you should go for an early morning run as you might not encounter far too many people at that point. You might not have to see people if you go for a morning run. Ooh. Ooh. Although losing weight is a great idea, there are a lot of things that you can do at your home, which also helps in weight loss, like skipping, on-the-spot running, yoga, walking stairs, etc. But if still, you think that going for a run is your thing, right? which if it's, you could do all these other things, right? Pornhub. Right? Uh, go on Facebook. You can raise your heart rate by watching television and being scared shitless so that you're in a constant state of anxiety. That can also increase your heart rate and it's good cardio, right? Just being afraid, great cardio. Stay home, right? You can stay home and shivering actually burns a lot of calories, right? So while you're traumatized in a pile of your own piss, peeing all over yourself on the floor, shivering like a coward, like a, like a traumatized dog, when you're shivering, like an animal that just experienced trauma on the ground of your apartment, your coffin apartment, shaking and, and crying out for the experts to help you. 
that's, that's really good exercise. But if you, if you don't want to do all those awesome things, which are good, you can go outside, which is bad and dangerous. That's fine. Just make sure you do it when there's nobody else around. You might see them. You might make eye contact with somebody. Dangerous, right? These things spread via eye contact, guys. These things spread via eye contact. So um, I hope that helps. I, really, I hope that helps. That was a great article. Let's, let's just thank healthshots.com, right? Health shots. Because, hey, we all know the only place health comes from, the only place where you can get real health from shots. But thanks a lot. Appreciate that. We got some super chats over here. Here we go. Uh, first of all, okay in the chat. Silent Truth asks what his 40-year-old wife can eat to increase fertility. Um, that's a good question. Uh, the silent truth. Isn't it funny how all these things that are being done right now also attack our fertility? Plant-based diets, low-protein diets, insufficient fat, low-fat-soluble vitamin intake, low-nutrient intake. All of these, guess what? All of these make you infertile. Fear, anxiety also leads to more oxidative stress and infertility. So what can you do to increase fertility? First of all, look at your diet. I would suggest uh, get, get, a, get this book. It's called Nutrition and Physical Degeneration by Weston A. Price. Get the book Nutrition and Physical Degeneration by Weston Price. Go check it out. Fantastic book. Fantastic book. Um, and if you want to understand how to properly nourish yourself, looking at what recent populations before the intrusion of what Weston Price called the foods of commerce, before those foods of commerce, the white flour, the plant-based fake foods, the soy, the canned foods, the marmalades, the jams, before these in entered these cultures, Weston Price was traveling around. He went all over the world and was observing the cultural practices, the food and dietary practices that they used to be fertile, healthy, and vibrant. So that's one of the best books you can check out. Uh, another one uh, that you can look into as far as uh, fertility, let's see, um, Sally Fallon has some good information out there, but essentially what you want to focus on, what you want to really focus on is getting the foods that your body needs, getting the nutrients the body needs. You require nutrients like zinc. Right? Now we know, right, and people who have cattle know that if there are nutrient deficiencies and mineral deficiencies, they will be sterile. Okay, so there are certain vitamins that you can purchase if your pasture is poor quality, if you have animals that are pasturing during a dry, windy season where you're not going to have a lot of really good nutrient density for those animals. You have vitamin and mineral supplements to increase fertility, and they contain things like zinc and iodine. Right? But when you go to a fertility clinic as a human being, nothing to do with diet. Right? Farmers and ranchers have known for generations that nutrient, like a whole, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting, I'm getting lost in it. I'm getting lost in the sauce there. I can't do a whole like consultation answer. But I hope that helps, right? Foods like liver, shellfish, oysters, crab. When you look at Weston Price's work, Nutrition and Physical Degeneration, and what these healthy cultures were consuming and giving women preconception to improve fertility, it's all animal foods. Isn't that funny? None of those were plant foods. All right. You know what? I had the wrong... I'm using my loud mouse. My loud mouse where y'all can hear me click. I need my top secret low sound click mouse. 
There you go. Boop, 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 boop. There we go. All right, coming over here, we got some super chats and some stream labs. Thank you guys for supporting. If you guys want more streams, you guys want more of this content, make sure to support. Uh, the Streamlabs is the best way to support. That is the better option because Streamlabs doesn't take a fat cut like YouTube does. But, but, your donations are what keep these streams going. That's what keeps these streams going. So thanks a lot. Uh, Darkbird donated five bucks and has a great quote here. That was interesting. You talk as if a god had made the machine, cried the other. I believe that you pray to it when you were unhappy. Men made it. Did not forget that. Great men, but men. The machine is much, but it's not everything. I see something like you in this plate. So I guess that's a quote from the book you were mentioning earlier. E.M. Foster's The Machine Stops, right? I mean, it sounds like they're talking about AI. You know, Philip K. Dick had a lot of stuff about AI. His whole thing of Valis, have you ever read that one? That was a weird one. Philip K. Dick has some weird stuff. And he, he was, was like another level of, um, of analysis because he was like half schizo too and uh, tripping his balls off with all these Silicon Valley elite. And he was really freaked out about this stuff. So he had some good, some good novels about some of this stuff. And he actually um, was predicting AI and the spiritual aspects of AI a long time ago as well. So thanks for that, Dark Bird. Appreciate that. Diamond Tuesday donates 10 pounds via the Streamlabs. Really appreciate that, Diamond Tuesday. Says, <laughs> please, okay, please read this in the hench voice. So I gotta, sometimes I gotta hear someone's voice to actually do their voice. But the hench voice, I mean, it's kind of just like a, uh, you, you imagine like a big, like, like the, the, the tongue doesn't really work very well. It's like a slight English accent with like a little, like an exaggerated tongue numbness. Please read this in a hench voice. I've watched your channel for about a year now, and it's only got better and better. Thank you for spreading the truth about what's going on in the world. Thank you for making your streams a bit earlier for us in the UK. There we go. That's, that's the best. And it does, look, I know. For you vegans who are going to cry, I'm sure that doesn't sound exactly like Hench. It's like, a, it's like a cartoon impression. It's cartoonish. It's ridiculous. But it kind of goes with his face, right? It kind of doesn't match his face. <laughs> you guys, it's like a lisp with the hench. And I know hench probably doesn't even have, <laughs> it doesn't even have a real lisp. But you got to throw like a suffering succotash lisp in there. <laughs> they love the hench. You guys love the hench one. All right, we'll have to do more hench. You guys, if you guys got a video or um, a critique requests, uh, that you really want to see, you can send it via Streamlabs or Super Chat, and we can do like a, a hench video or something. His tongue had a heart attack, so somebody says, when you do hench herbivore, you have to do the voice. You need to try to sound more, more intelligent than he really is. And you have to do lots of jump cuts. Lots of jump cuts, because I care about the animals. I care about the animals so much. That I, I'm so distracted when I'm making my videos that I can't remember my lines. So I have to jump cut all the time. Okay. You guys never get sick of the, the goofy stuff, huh? You guys like the goofy stuff. 
We got we got to do a mix of both. You can get a little of the craziness and a little bit of the seriousnesses. We get it all here. Thanks for the support, guys. Remember, if you want to be the big man, the big daddy, send them super chats and the super chats. Right, I'll come back here. Let's go. Let's go. ASU professor mask campaigns need to appeal to masculinity. Remember this one? Remember this one? And then when this came out, there were a ton of videos from mainstream media, a ton of fake news reports about if you don't wear a mask, you're toxic masculinity. One of the biggest problems in the world, remember, toxic masculinity, right? Don't worry about like, uh, you know, human trafficking. Let's, let's, not, let's not think about, um, you know, this massive totalitarian technocracy, medical dictatorship, eugenics system that wants to track, trace, and test our DNA all the time. Toxic masculinity is making men not want to wear their face diapers. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? But guess what, guys? There's a solution. And like usual, the solution is known by the good grown-ups in Hollywood. This is Hollywood's most popular brand for stylish and comfy cloth face masks. Jennifer Lopez in Bella Hadid and Sophie Turner are fans. Wow. Jennifer Lopez? Jennifer Lopez and Bella Hadid and Sophie Turner are all fans? Wow! Summer 2020's most popular fashion accessory, ooh, they even hyperlinked that one, is also its most essential, the cloth face mask. Essential, right? Essential, like the people. So all us non-essentials, we gotta wear them too. By now you probably, hopefully, have curated an assortment of protective cloth coverings. Seeing as masks play a key role in slowing the spread of the novel, novel, there you go. Slowing the spread of the novel. It's so novel. So novel? Simply put, it's time to mask up, and we're not the only ones doing so. Celebrities are setting, you gotta do it in like the, the lifestyle of the rich and famous one. Celebrities are setting an example by stepping out in face masks. And while we're still admiring their shoes or flattering $95 swimsuits of choice, hyperlink in case you want to buy one, we're paying particular attention to what's covering that nose and mouth. In just a few months, we've already seen them sport a range of brands. Angelina Jolie paired a $5 Everlane mask. Ooh, we should buy this. With a $7,000 dress, Jennifer Aniston took to Instagram to show off her black Wolford mask that's currently sold out. And Nina Dobrev rocked swimwear-labeled somersaults face coverings, which are so popular, they've sold out twice. But there's one face mask brand that we've seen more popular than any other. So much so that we've deemed it Hollywood's most popular. Wow, InStyle.com. Great proofreading, by the way. But there's one face mask brand that we've seen more than... Oh, I'm sorry. That, that actually, that, that, that sentence does make sense. I'm just half tuned out to the shit that I'm reading because it's so freaking stupid. There's one face mask brand that sticks out. Like, look at that. Tiger Woods rocking it. Jennifer Lopez recently went golfing wearing a chic blue Valentino skirt suit, neon Nike Air Force Ones, and a blue tie-dye face mask from Masked. Alessandra Ambrosio 
Took her dog out for a walk in a tie-dye hoodie, Javiana flip-flops, and star-printed masked face covering. Goodness. You can all, you can all be as fabulous, as fabulous as celebrities with these Everlane unisex human masks. Thank you. 100% human, it says. 100% human. Buy your Everlane 100% human dehumanization ritual masks so that while you're dehumanizing yourself with a muzzle, you can be assured <laughs> that you have a false sense of humanity, solidarity, and safety. 100% human face mask from Everlane.com. Only $79.99 each. On sale from $7,000. What a deal. Uh, shop the cute face masks celebs are wearing. Most of them are under $10. Wow, popsugar.com. So the celebrities agree, right? The celebrities agree, the celebrity experts, the experts of the settled science, right? The celebrities listen to the experts, and you and I should too. Agree or disagree? Click agree. Accept our cookies. This bisexual guy has an ingenious solution for condensing fragile anti-maskers to wear a face covering. This is what we need, right? So, man, I was, I was just hoping a bisexual guy could help us to solve this. Because these freaking anti-masker, stupid non-entity idiot subhumans in the chat right now, I see you guys. You don't think I see you? I know you're not all wearing masks. I know not all of you are wearing masks. Put your freaking muzzles on. Put your freaking muzzles on. This is just what we need. This bisexual guy has an ingenious solution for convincing fragile anti-maskers to wear a face covering. Pinknews.com. Spence Logan, 21, described the moment he encountered an unmasked man in a grocer's. Dang. That sounds horrific. This poor, this poor bisexual man had to encounter an unmasked man in a grocer's. Oh, man. Bisexual man encounters an unmasked man in a grocer's. Next on 11.30 p.m. Cinemax movies. <laughs> Coming up next on Netflix for Kids, Spence Logan, 21, bisexual TikTok user, encounters an unmasked man in a grocer's. <laughs> By now, everyone knows the drill. Wear a face mask save lives. Everyone knows this, right? Everyone knows this. So right off the bat, first sentence, we know that that is true. Everybody knows this. You have to do this and it'll save lives. But some, mostly, according to researchers, men, ew, consider the notion of wearing a face covering to, again, save people's lives. An assault on not just their liberties, but on their masculinity too. A recent study found that men are less likely to wear a face mask than women because they feel they are shameful, not cool, a sign of weakness and a stigma. Remember, a recent study. So that's science, that's experts. That's science, capital S, expert, capital E. All you fragile pussies who won't wear a mask. What do you have, a small penis? Put on your mask, you wussy. What are you afraid of your masculinity being taken away from you? You freaking pussy, put on a mask. The only way to get your masculinity back is by wearing a mask. Don't you understand this? Right? You not wearing a mask makes you 
toxic masculinity, right? Out of date. It's 2020, right? We're cutting off kids' weenies. It's 2020. <laughs> it's 2020. We have Beyond Burgers. We have Impossible Burgers. We have cell phones, you idiot. And you're just going to deny science and not wear a mask in 2020 when it's 2020 right now? It's 2020. Wear your mask, idiot. All right. Sorry, I just get mad sometimes. I get mad at all these science deniers. They don't even like studies. A recent study found that men are, men are less likely to wear a face mask than women because they feel they're a shameful, not cool sign of weakness and a stigma, while actually world leaders have claimed face coverings are, quote, too gay. Who is this disgusting, toxically masculine, Stuck in some year that's not 2020, there you go, Brazil's Jair Bolsonaro refused to wear a mask because he thought they were, quote, too gay. Now he's got coronavirus. So RIP, RIP guy. Hey, it's 2020. Didn't you realize that being gay is freaking awesome and basically almost mandatory now? Dumbass. Stupid, toxically masculine leader of Brazil. <laughs> 2020, dude. 2020, and you think it's bad to be gay? What are you, scared? What are you, like, some homophobe? You won't even, like, make out with a dude? Are you scared? Are you scared you'll like it if you have, like, occasional gay sex all the time? Do you think this is, like, think it's not cool or something? Turn on Netflix, dog. Turn on Netflix. Welcome to 2020. Being gay is the new normal. Freaking idiot. What are you, not gay? <laughs> what are you, not gay? <laughs> Bolsonaro thinks it's not cool to be gay. <laughs> Stupid. What an idiot. What a freaking dumb idiot. <laughs> but TikTok user Spence Logan invented on Sunday, August 23rd, quite possibly the most effective healthcare initiative ever, making not wearing a mask gay. I'm confused now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, Spence Logan wants to make not wearing a mask gay. So if we don't wear a mask, we'll be gay. But if we do wear a mask, wait, wait, I don't get it. Not wearing a mask is going to be gay. But being gay is like the best, liberating, good, virtuous, heroic. I don't, I don't get this. All right, well, um... In the video, a masked Logan describes the moment he saw a man not wearing a face mask at his local grocery store. So I walked up to him and I said, hey, are you coming out tonight, he recalled. The guy was sufficiently stumped by Logan's question as he added, are you coming to the hole tonight? And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, oh, you're not? I get it, sorry. I'm just, I'm gay in our community, we don't wear masks. I'm gay, and in our community, we don't wear masks others to let others know that we're down to hook up. We don't wear masks others to let others know that we're... Hey, pinknews.com, great proofreading. Why can't I read... Why are two out of three articles that I read full of shitty sentences, not even proofread? What is your problem? This is so disrespectful to the trans-vegan community. My goodness. All right. Let me just reread this and correct it for the idiot who wrote this freaking piece. Who is this? 
Josh Milton. Josh Milton. Great journalism, bro. Your dad must be so proud. Damn, Josh Milton. Your daddy must be so proud of the hard work you do for pinknews.co.uk. Wow. Let's check him out on Twitter. We didn't even have a Twitter. Josh Milton. Josh Milton's probably not even a real person. Josh Milton has not written 1,482 <laughs> articles. There's no way. He wrote f almost 1,500 articles. See what they do? They have these like... They just pick some random image of a young kid. And they're like, yeah, this guy wrote 1,400 articles. These are, they outsource this shit. This shit, is written from, this shit is written by Chinese slaves. This stuff is written in Foxconn laboratories. Um, in the video, a masked Logan described the moment he saw a man not wearing a face mask at his local grocery store. All right, so he tells the man. And so I says to the guy, he says, hey, man. Hey, man. I'm gay, and in our community, we don't wear masks to let others know that we're down to hook up. And he put his mask on. That's how we win this game, guys. We got to use the toxic masculinity against them. Whoa, but the video is not even available. I can't even watch the dang video. I want to see the original video. Okay, but why are men not wearing masks? Why? Why? Why are they not? Why are men not wearing masks? Why? We're going to learn in a moment. We're going to learn in a moment. Don't you worry. We will learn. Who wants to learn? I got a super chat. Basti Spring. Basti Spring. Thank you so much for that super chat. We got a super chat here on, uh, on YouTube. Basti Spring sent in five euros. Says thanks for the great streaming from Germany. Guys, if you want to be the big man, the big daddy. Okay. So how's it going? How's it going over there in, uh, in Germany? Did you happen to go to the march the other day? The media was saying that there was like 89,000, but I was hearing that there were more, I think, what, what did uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. say? I think he said it was like 1.8 million or something insane like that. Apparently the biggest gathering ever of any people, of any, uh, uh, the, the biggest gathering ever of people rather in Germany. Uh, so yeah, shout out to all the Germans out there. Hope you guys are doing well. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you for the support. Really appreciate that. Remember guys, the best, the best way to support is via the Streamlabs super chats link. Thanks, okay. Look at okay up there. Okay's on it. Thank you guys. All right. All right, back to, back to learning how to be a good, not toxically masculine mask-wearing global citizen. In the U.S. especially, face masks have become a flashpoint of the culture war surrounding COVID-19. Anti-maskers. Oh, Anti-maskers. Man, anti-maskers. They must be so annoying. That's an annoying word. When they say it on the news, they always say it in this like derisive tone. Anti-maskers. Ugh. Ugh. The, the good grown-ups on the TV, they can't even say anti-maskers without sounding so disappointed. Oh, these people must be so annoying. Anti-maskers have staged widespread protests rallying against pieces of fabric. These anti-masker Nazi white supremacists, disgusting, hateful, bigot, homophobe, toxic masculinity... Uh, 
wannabe murderers who everything right all the bad things these people that are all the bad things they're rallying against pieces of fabric this is how ridiculous it is these people are out there marching against a piece of fabric they think the masks are like five like the masks are spreading 5g and the aliens are making the earth flat and then the frogs are gay because of masks it's ridiculous they think that there's like a they think there's like like a pizza place that's like selling masks and children and they're just crazy they're just unhinged and just for no reason at all they're just bored and stupid and racist and they weigh or something and they hate their grandmas so they don't they don't listen to science and they're they're out there rallying against these pieces of fabric that these conspiracy theorists think are like you know taking oxygen from their body with like 5g or something and it's so dumb it's it's irrational it doesn't even make sense. Why do, don't even look, why? It doesn't make sense. And there's no reason to look deeper into it. We know that there's, they're stupid, right? They're, they're, they're rallying against pieces of fabric that not only protect the wearer, but all those around them from a deadly virus because you know, freedom. Right? Oh yeah, they're always, freedom. It's just stupid words that they didn't, oh yeah, oh, I don't want to wear a mask everywhere. Oh no, no, I don't want to live in a bubble or a cage and be fed beyond slop, maggot juice, cockroach milk, through a tube with my butt. Oh, I don't want to do that. Because freedom. Like all these, they're so irrational. Freedom. Oh, you're freedom or something. They want freedom, but they want to take away, they want to, they want to kill everybody that wears masks. They're so mean. They're so bad. Oh, there have been widespread reports of men launching into homophobic, racist, and generally idiotic rages after being asked to don face coverings in settings such as supermarkets despite it being law to do so in many parts of the world right so these there's people who go on homophobic rants they launch into homophobic racist and generally idiotic rages so it's like you know anybody who wears a mask this is really good this is well written this is really well written this guy's dad's boyfriend would be really proud of like the work that he's done here. He's really, he's really, really doing some good, good work here. Um, many men feel that wearing a mask covering will throw their masculinity into jeopardy with researchers who investigated the issue, citing a belief not grounded by science that men are less impacted by COVID-19 as well as how wearing a mask is just not cool. All right, there's this unscientific belief that wearing a mask is just not cool. But that's unscientific. Like you can't, I can you find me one double blind, peer reviewed, controlled study showing me that masks aren't cool. You can't because the science is there. Masks are cool. The science is settled. The science is settled, okay? You can launch into a homo homophobic, racist, and generally idiotic rage if you want, but the science is settled. Put on your stupid mask. What are you, not gay? Wear a mask, dude. What do you want people to think you're not gay or something? Don't be a bigot. Man. <sighs> Perhaps the most notable example of this thinking came from Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro, who refused to wear a mask because they were too gay. He subsequently tested positive for COVID-19, becoming one of those 3.5 million people who acquired the virus. All right. This, is, this was good. We're learning a lot. We're learning a lot, right? So the celebrities are here to help yet again. The celebrities are here. I'm here. 
as an e-celebrity, right? I'm here as a e-list or maybe d-list if I'm lucky. If I'm lucky, d-list, e-celeb. I'm here to tell you what's good, what's cool. I'm an influencer, right? I'm an influencer. I'm gonna influence you, okay? The science is settled. Stephanie Theron just launched into a homophobic, racist, and generally idiotic rant in the chat. Let me quote her. Where is the science on masks? Where's the science on masks? Are you kidding me? It's settled. Where's the science? The science is settled, okay? You, de you deny science now? You're gonna deny it? You're saying science doesn't even exist. Stephanie in the chat says, where's the science on masks? Basically saying, like there's huge homophobic racist undertones there and just a general air of uh, idiocy like the, that says, but also it's like, well, you don't think science even exists? Where's the science on masks? Oh, you don't think science exists now? Why don't you launch into a homophobic rant about it? Stephanie, <laughs> science on masks. It, where's the science on masks right here? Custom mask, coronavirus, and black lives dominate VMA show. I bet you don't even know what VMA is, right? Ha, you probably didn't even watch the VMAs. The Video Music Awards? Huh, yeah, Lady Gaga, Jared Leto, huh? Come on now. <laughs> I bet you didn't even watch it. Custom masks, coronavirus, and black lives dominate VMA show. Canadian artists, The Weeknd, won the top prize. Top prize, you guys. And look at this beautiful mask that Lady Gaga is wearing. Look at this beautiful mask. For those of you who are not watching, who are not watching, but are looking, or but are listening later on, uh, Lady Gaga, she's got a leather mask with like metal tooth shaped spikes all over it and devil horns, right? What look like goat horns blasting out the side of it. She has a Baphomet muzzle on her face with these really sharp, like demonic looking long nails that kind of look like fangs. Because this is, I mean, look, this, I know somebody in the chat is probably launching into some sort of a racist, homophobic tirade right now because you think that somehow Lady Gaga wants to take your freedom and you, somebody in the chat probably screaming and yelling like a crazy idiot buffoon retard idiot dummy ignorant science denier ranting and raving like a lunatic because you think a cloth mask is some sort of a electromagnetic weapon that steals kids from pizza shops and sells them to John Podesta, right? Like, you're probably thinking that. And if you are thinking something like that, um, maybe this will help convince you. Reuters, Lady Gaga dominated the MTV Video Music Awards show on Sunday with a series of visually arresting outfits, masked performances, and four wins, including Artist of the Year. She's the Artist of the Year. Look at this. Here you got Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer, who's, um, I don't know, the type of woman, the type of young woman that you'd want to babysit your children, who I see outside. Look at my children creeping. Hold on. Look at these. Hey! 
Where, where's your mask? I don't have one. I have a mask. You don't have a mask? No. Do you know what toxic masculinity is? No. All right, you're both grounded. Sorry. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. All right. Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer, who is a uh, just role model, uh, philosopher, poet, artist. Um, I've never heard of this chick. But Kiki Palmer. Kinky, Kiki. Kiki Palmer. I'm Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer performs during the 2020 out of toxic masculinity in this photo. I thought we were going to learn about how to be good global citizens, but Kiki Palmer over here is blowing it. So I denounce Kiki Palmer for not wearing a mask. Um, where'd the rest of this? There we go. Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande wear face masks during their performance as they steal the show. Steal the show in sexy bondage style ensembles at the MTV VMAs. All right, so the person who was asking, where's the science on masks? Where's the science on masks? For those of you who are asking that, for the bigot who was on the crazy homophobic racist uh, tirade earlier about wanting to see the science behind masks, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande wear face masks during their performance as they steal the show in sexy bondage style ensembles that VMAs, MTV, VMAs. Check this out. This is empowerment, right, men? Look, look at these. Look at under. You get some underboob. You got some underboob. She's wearing a uh, a plastic and leather bondage outfit. Uh, Ariana Grande looking. Again, always, always looking uh, as childish as they can possibly make her with the pigtails and whatnot. And then Lady Gaga has her beautiful transhumanism mask. Look at that transhumanist mask. She's looking like, looking like a, looking like Bane's stripper girlfriend. <laughs> you got Lady Gaga looking like Bane's satanic cokehead stripper girlfriend right here. Just doing it, doing it, man. The pair wore similar outfits to that of the video for Rain On Me, which was a big winner of the night. Just look at how brave they are. Right? The patriarchy is like all oppressive and stuff, but they're like, uh-uh. You know what? We don't care if Trump is going to try. We do care. But we're not going to let Trump bring us down. We're not going to let anti-maskers, anti-sciencers ruin our fun and ruin our grandmas. Look at them. Brave. Brave, look at her. On the ground, on all fours, in leather, looking like a slave. Some sort of sex slave, futuristic sex slave outfit. We've got Marina Abramovich Jr. here. Lady Gaga. Slapping that poony on the ground. Oh, look at that. Everybody's favorite. Everybody's favorite child star, Miley Cyrus. Another empowering image. Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah. No mask, though. Look at all these other... All right. I thought we were going to be learning about how to be good global citizens. What I'm seeing a lot of is... A lot of anti-maskers on stage. But thankfully... Thankfully, Lady Gaga... Thankfully, Lady Gaga pulled through for us. So, got some more images of uh, 
of just cool ways that you can wear masks, right? Here you go. You've got pink peacock sex slave outfit here. Lovely. Lovely. Look at all these different masks she wore. Oh, she wore all these masks. She wore so many masks. Oh, she even wore a bubble. Lady Gaga even wore a bubble on her head. Good global citizen Lady Gaga with her bubble. <laughs> okay, says man, music is getting darker and darker. I mean, this, is, this has been like this for a long time. I remember in 2008 or nine when she did those like blood ritual things with the, they had this whole Masonic drawing board stage. And she did this fat blood ritual mock human sacrifice thing singing on her piano. It was disgusting. Um, so I guess Lady Gaga's the only one who showed up wearing a mask. Where's all y'all's masks? Here we go. Machine Gun Kelly in his hot pink suit. Good job. Good job, everybody. All right. Well, Lady Gaga stealing the show with her plastic bubble. She's an artist. She's an artist. Okay, so Gaga, she, they always use Lady Gaga to push these transhumanist type images, right? Transhumanism type images. Look, we've got sexy transhumanist muzzle slave Lady Gaga with her super hot satanic outfit. So hot. So hot. So, so hot. Ugh. All right, we'll come over here to the chat. Hey, what's up, everybody? You guys, keep it clean in the chat. Remember, YouTube, we're walking on thin ice with YouTube here. We just, how do we drop below? We had 200 not too long ago. How do we drop below 200? Everybody, share it, like it, hit the thumbs up. Hit the dang thumbs up. Hit the dang thumbs up right now. Now check out the check out the ad too. Stay safe. Stay healthy wherever you go. Special 10 pack of three ply face masks in stock now. They're in stock now. Wow. Wowza. Alright, let me come over here and check the super chats. Let's see if we got any super chats or streamlabs to read. Basti Spring, thank you for that last super chat uh, from Germany. We already read that one. Let's see. I don't think we got any new ones. All right, guys. Three ply face masks. <laughs> okay, it says three ply like toilet paper. Exactly. You get, wear your double ply extra soft Charmin face masks. Made from recycled real Charmin toilet paper. Where your Charmin muzzle? Your charming Charmin muzzle. Masket or casket, y'all. Masket or casket. All right. We got two different directions where we can go now. <laughs> We got more transhumanism stuff to talk about, but we got to tie this. We got some transhumanism and we got some vegan activism. Activism. Activisms. Here, I'll try this one. Where'd my windows go? I'm losing my windows. 
There it is. Okay. Um, there we go. All right. Okay, so what is this all about? What is the mask all about? What is social distancing? We've talked about this so many times. We talk about it so many times. We've got a nice visual. We've got a nice visual to look at now. All right, so the World Economic Forum in their, uh, one of their newsletters recently. The topic of the week was biotechnology. Biotechnology, at the center of the web of biotechnology, according to the World Economic Forum and their Strategic Intelligence Forum, which um, very fascinating. Some of the emails they send out, sign up for their little email list. I've been following closely the World Economic Forum for many years. And this is where a lot of the cultural changes, cultural shifts are not only planned openly, but we get warned about this stuff ahead of time. So they're telling us right here where this is going. We've got biotechnology. Right? This whole shift that we're seeing now, the fourth industrial revolution, biotech plays a major part in it. Biotech, very, very important for this fourth industrial revolution, which is a revolution over all of nature. A revolution over all of existence. All physical matter. If it can be if it can be measured, it should be tracked, is their motto. Right, so biotech, you've got medical biotechnology. We're seeing that, of course, become a very uh, important part of the dialogue, right? Medical biotech, uh, gene and genome engineering, synthetic biology, bio, big data and machine learning, industrial biotechnology, agricultural biotechnology, and environmental biotechnology. So these biotech companies... Right? These big tech companies, a lot of them were bankrolled by intelligence money. A lot of them were bankrolled by military money, bankrolled by DARPA. They're bringing under the umbrella of biotech everything from agriculture, environmental biotechnology, which is you know, GMO organisms, like these mosquitoes that Gates Foundation has been investing in to release in places like Florida, medical biotechnology, gene and genome engineering, synthetic biology, bio, big data, and machine learning, and industrial biotechnology. And they've got this map of all the different ways that these fields are connected. Right? Agriculture, food and beverage, connected to biotechnology. So what are they planning here? It's about reframing things like health and wellness under the umbrella of sustainability and equality. It's about creating global food systems, corporate governance of global food systems in order to stop climate change, right? We need international trade agreements and global food systems and biotechnology, GMO foods in order to save the planet from the global warming. We need sustainable consumption. What does that mean? It means consumption that is rationed. It means rations. Behavioral sciences, of course, all of this ties in with the behavioral sciences. Behavioral sciences, the so-called behavioral sciences, which are very unscientific. Behavioral sciences are all about, all about human control. All about control over your reactions to stimulus. 
which the behavioral sciences are being leveraged to get us to consent to a new way of life, to a new way of eating, to a new way of being, to a new way of being human, a new way of being masculine, a new way of being feminine, a new way of learning. Right? Ooh, learning. How are we going to learn in the fourth industrial revolution? We want to change every single aspect of our lives. You want to change every aspect of your life and have patents over all of the products you use and they want to patent life itself, which has already happened. These people want to patent life itself. The conversation. Morality pills may be the U.S.'s best shot at ending the coronavirus pandemic, according to one ethicist. An ethicist. I am an ethicist. An ethicist. According to one ethicist, what is an ethicist? You know what an ethicist is? Ethicist. He's an ethicist. He's a biotechnology ethicist. He's a health ethicist. <laughs> These ethicists, you know what they are? These people have become basically like the new priesthood. Ethicists. They're like the priesthood of scientism. The ethicists. COVID is a collective risk. It threatens everyone, and we all must cooperate to lower the chance of the coronavirus harms any one individual, right? It can't harm anybody. We all have to sacrifice, and we're all going to be one. We'll all be one. We can all sacrifice right? because it's a collective risk. Many other things, among other things, rather, that means keeping safe social distances and wearing masks. Oh, yeah, we heard but many people choose not to do these things, making spread of infection more likely. When someone chooses not to follow public health guidelines, that's another thing. You have to follow these guidelines. We have new guidelines. Parker Crutchfield, associate professor at Medical Ethics, Humanities, and Laws at Western Michigan University. Parker Crutchfield says, he's, he's an ethicist. He's an ethicist. <laughs> And he wants you to follow the guidelines. When someone chooses not to follow the public health guidelines around the coronavirus, they're defecting from the public good. And remember, remember, who decides what the public good is? These are the people who are being kind of propelled before us as if they're some sort of morality experts, experts on morality, ethicists, ethics, ethicists, are usually, are usually professors who believe in social Darwinism and Darwinism. They're ethicists who don't believe that ethics and morality are real things. They believe that these are just social constructs. Social constructs, utilitarian social constructs to be used because the ends justify the means. Ethics don't really exist, these people will say. There is no objective right or wrong, but... Let's all do moral calculus about, I don't know, how, how many people, if we kill a million people to save the planet, is that a how good thing? My dreams, right, these my medical ethicists, these are the people who, who help quantify um, and justify any action. Right? The medical ethicists are the, say, are the people who were doing human experimentation during World War II. The medical ethicists. 
It's the moral equivalent of the tragedy of the commons. If everyone shares the same pasture for their individual flocks, some people are going to graze their animals longer or let them eat more of their fair share, more than their fair share, ruining the commons in the process. Selfish and self-defeating behavior. Oh, selfish and self-defeating behavior undermines the pursuit of something from which everyone can benefit. Everyone can benefit from everyone wearing masks forever. Everyone can benefit from everyone being locked in their homes. Everyone can benefit from... <laughs> Everyone can benefit from Lady Gaga's televised satanic rituals. Democratically enacted enforceable rules. Democratically enacted enforceable rules mandating things like mask wearing and social distancing might work if defectors could be coerced into adhering to them. But not all states have opted to pass them or enforce the rules that are in place. Oh no, the states aren't being hard enough on the anti-maskers. My research in bioethics focuses on questions like how to induce those who are non-cooperative to get on board with doing what's best for the public good. So he's a medical ethicist, but he's basically a behavioral scientist. He's a behavioral scientist. So this dude is using public relations propaganda techniques, openly talking about that. His job is to convince people. His job is to nudge you. His job is to manipulate your consciousness so you feel guilty and ashamed at not adhering to the dehumanization rituals that are supposed to save us all. It's so good for the public, the public good. To me, it seems the problem of coronavirus defectors could be solved by moral enhancement, like receiving a vaccine to beast up your, boof up, beef up your immune system. People could take a substance to boost their cooperative, pro-social behavior. So these are the ethicists. The ethicists, the medical ethicists, they get to emphasize, they get to emphasize <laughs> about how to force people to take psychoactive pills so that you could be coerced into listening to the good grown-ups on the TV and the good grown-up expert friends of Jeffrey Epstein who tell you to stay home, save lives, take your pills, eat your kibble, cut your dick off, and wear your muzzle. It's a far-out proposal that's bound to be controversial, but one I believe is, at wor is worth at least considering, given the importance of social cooperation in the struggle to get COVID under control. Public goods games show scale of the problem. Oh, games! Economists use public good games. So you see how economists, right? Economics. Economics is a scaled wannabe science of human behavior control and manipulation. Economics is cybernetics plus behaviorism plus mass media equals economics. Economics is the tracking of human behavior, the quantification of human behavior using cybernetics. That's why you always see economists involved in these massive social nudging experiments. And ethicists, of course, right? We need the atheists who don't believe in God or morals to tell us all what we need to do for the greater good. For the greater good. So we need pills. You gotta pop some pills. We could just have some chemicals and that'll make you behave well. Aww. For example, oxytocin, the chemical that, among other things, can induce labor or increase the bond between mother and child, may cause a person to be more empathetic and altruistic, more giving and generous. Let's regulate. Let's, let's have the state. Let's just have the state 
give us a constant hormone drip so we can all be cooperative, good global citizens, and this will help save us. This is going to save the planet. This is going to save us from the nasty, anti-masker, toxic masculinity people who refuse to eat the bugs. Young boomers in the chat. What's up, Jay? You guys make sure to like, hit the like, hit the thumbs up, and share it. We got under 200 now. How did that happen? How did that happen? Here's the Streamlabs link. You guys got questions. You guys got freaking crazy vegan videos you want to watch the next hour. You got some funny, cringy videos you want to watch. You can send that via Streamlabs. Super Chat via Streamlabs, the best way to go. All right, let's move on. So oxytocin, let's just let's dose you up with hormones to make you more altruistic and giving and generous. Again, we're quoting here from this, theconversation.com from this ethicist. This ethicist who knows all about the ethics of force drugging the masses to make them more subservient. He says the same goes for psilocybin, the active component of magic mushrooms. These substances have been shown to lower aggressive behavior in those with antisocial personality disorder and to improve the ability of sociopaths to recognize emotion in others. You see what he's doing there? You guys see what he's doing there? You see what this snaky little maggot is doing here? You see how these people play games with language? And he told you what he is. He told you what he is a few paragraphs back. He said, he said, his research focuses on questions like how to induce those who are non-cooperative to get on board with doing what's best for the public good. He's really good at that, isn't he? Hey, check it out. If we could just give you guys a bunch of mushrooms, we could lower your aggressive behavior and we can stop antisocial personality disorder. So he's associating not wanting to wear a muzzle with being an antisocial disordered personality. He's associating sociopathy with not wearing masks. He's so smart. He's so ethical. These substances interact directly with the psychological underpinnings of moral behavior. Others that make you more rational could also help. Then perhaps the people who choose to go maskless or flout social distancing guidelines would better understand that everyone, including them, is better off when they contribute and rationalize that the best thing to do is cooperate. So basically he's telling you, we need clockwork orange. We need to just behavior modification, drugs. We need behavior modification drugs combined with some cultural and social programming to get rid of your nasty antisocial personality disorder and psychopathy that makes you question the good grown-ups on the TV. Thanks, buddy. Moral enhancement as an alternative to vaccines. We need to moral enhance you. We're going to morally enhance your ass. Man, the, the scenario in which the government forces an immunity booster upon everyone is plausible. An immunity booster! Ooh! Ooh! Mandatory immunity booster! Healthy, happy medicine shots for everybody! And the military has been forcing enhancements like vaccines or uppers upon soldiers for a long time. Ooh, if only the military could make us all take Ritalin and freaking happy, healthy medicine shots. The scenario in which the government forces a morality booster upon everyone is far-fetched. But a strategy like this could be a way out of this pandemic, a future outbreak, or the suffering associated with 
Climate change. That's why we should be thinking of it now. So we're gonna need to rewire all your brains. Let's get mandatory. Hey, screw it. Elon Musk is on it, right? Elon Musk is on it. He's on it like a kettlebell. He's on it like an Oprah kettlebell. Elon Musk is gonna hook you up with that Neuralink. He's gonna give you the Neuralink. Don't worry, guys. He's already put Neuralink in cyber pigs. Look at our cyber pigs. They're totally normal, but they have microchips in their head. Woo! It's optional. Hmm. All right, so again, this transhumanist notion of modifying the human being in order to achieve utopia, right? This blasphemous, disgusting thought that if you could just drug and manipulate the hormones of everybody, then we could have a more moral society. And this, these, these are the ethicists. The ethicists are out there. The bioethicists, like Parker Crutchfield. Parker Crutchfield, like this guy, Parker Crutchfield, whose daddy and mommy are so proud of him. Him's daddy and mommy, so proud of him. He's so smart, he's an expert. He's an associate professor. He has a PhD in philosophy from Arizona State University. A PhD in philosophy from Arizona State University. And that's like, I mean, a PhD in philosophy from Arizona State University. That is amazing. He must be so smart. He must be so smart. So smart. Right, I think we got some super chats to read. I heard a super chat there. Doorman360. Doorman360 sends $5, says, induce my obedience, will you? If it makes me more popular with the ladies, I'll eat the kibble and the bugs. Yes. Studies show that wearing a mask makes you more attractive to the ladies. But studies also show that drinking maggot juice will increase your testosterone and make the ladies want to smack their whap all up on you. Uh, the Art of Truth and Love donated 50 bucks. The Art of Truth and Love, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. The, the two most generous Super Chats of the night coming from the Art of Truth and Love. Single-handedly flowing the stream. Sponsor of the stream today says, Tristan, Jessica, Jesus loves you. Thank you for the Art of Truth and Love. I appreciate that. And that is very true. I mean, this is, and this is what happens, right? This is what happens when you reject God. This is what happens when you grow up raised by your Xbox. This is what happens when you grow up raised by freaking Pokemon cartoons. You end up like Parker Crutchfield here. You end up like Parker Crutchfield. Freshly PhD branded millennial Parker Crutchfield. Medical ethicist. Musing about how are we going to force drug the whole world so that they submit to the government. This is what happens when you reject God. This is what happens when you embrace all this modernism, all this nihilism, all this filth, all this degeneracy. This is what happens when you destroy families, when you destroy fatherhood, motherhood, when you destroy the woman, when you destroy the man, when you destroy the children. And they get raised by a toxic, degenerate pop culture. This is what happens. This is what happens. And this is why we do what we do. And this is why we speak out against this. This is why we promote real health. Real health of your families, your bodies. 
your mind, your communities, your real communities. That's why we promote homesteading, regenerative agriculture. Because we want to actually clean up some of the environmental mess. We don't idolize environmentalism. We don't idolize Mama Gaia. And we don't think that there's going to be some sort of uh, you know, magical thousand years of peace ruled over by AI if we just all <laughs> submit the whole world to behaviorism campaigns and get everybody to be good global citizens. We think this is nonsense. We're made in the image and likeness of God who breathed the breath of life into us and made us living souls. And now we're being told that we have to cover our breath of life as it exits us because that breath of life is toxic to everybody around us. We're told that we're bad for the environment, that we're destroying the planet, and that we just got to submit to the technocrats and they'll tell us when we can eat, where we can go, who we can associate with. They'll test your blood every day. This is what these people are trying to pull up. This is what we're speaking out against. All right, so there's, I mean, we got, we got a lot more of this stuff. The, I mean, the, the transhumanist angle, um, it's not just about messing with your DNA. It's not just about messing with your hormones. It's not just about messing with your hormones. It's also about, it's also about messing with the economy and making it equal and making us all happy and healthy and equal. We can all be so happy and healthy and equal. The pandemic makes it clear, we need fully automated luxury communism. Says 10.medium.com, a, a failing economic model, a health crisis, a mass joblessness. The COVID crisis shows that we need to radically harness technology to remake our economy now. Well, that sounds familiar. We got a whole year ago, September 18th, almost a year ago, 2019. Do we need fully automated luxury communism? Question mark. Well, I guess the answer is yes, huh, Forbes? Oh, Forbes magazine. Look at those capitalist pigs promoting global fully automated luxury communism. Huh? Herbert of Herb. Herbert of Herbert of Herb. Hip, hip. Luxury communism. The abolition of man and the advent of the post-human. Evolution news and science today, right? Evolution. The evolution of man. Remember, you guys, you're just this crystal. You're, you're in a chrysalis right now. We're just cosmic pond scum that evolved from nothing and became something and then traveled up the ladder of being to become human. But now we need to abolish man to create the post-human because that's what evolution is all about. Hmm. I am a soy boy because I love soy. My childhood. Stolen my dreams. What's up? Bitter BB. Bitter BB, how you doing? Uh, sending 250 euros. Thoughts on peaceful protests. Think we need a war? <laughs> um, look, a lot of these, uh, I'd say, as far as like the protests that you see where people are burning stuff, where people are getting violent, stay the hell away from any of those situations. Now, can. You know, peaceful protests be useful? Absolutely. I mean, look, look what happened in Germany. The media ignores when there are real peaceful protests. And when there are protests that are not co-opted, governments and media will do a damn good job at either demonizing them 
crushing them, ignoring them, or co-opting them. So you have to be careful with these type of things. Um, I, I think disobedience and non-compliance is the only way that we can stop a lot of this nonsense. Of course, we're here on this channel. For those people, I know somebody just came in the chat and was really triggered. They was really triggered. Are you denying that COVID spreads through the air? Is this an anti-mask broadcast? Oh? Right, for that person who's gone now, you're gone. You're gone for the, for the bots that flow through, for the sock puppets that flow through. Remember, we are pro-mask. We think that people should wear two, three masks. We think that people should sew their mouth shut. I think that people should have masks surgically implanted in their face forever. We think that people should be forced into bubbles and fed through a tube beyond slop for the rest of their lives because we, we believe in science. Come on, we believe the science. So for those of you watching, we're good global citizens, okay? Okay, we're pro-mask. We think that all animals should wear masks, right? We're over here doing the real good work doing the real hard work, putting masks on our dairy cows, putting masks on our sheep. So what are you doing? And so we're, we're all about everything. We, we just repeat the slogans, right? That's what we have to do. We're here telling you that repeating the slogans, repeating the slogans is how you become a good global citizen. Yeah? That's how you do it. that's what's up that's what's up you can't speak out against real issues on things like youtube these platforms very very tight very very tight so you got to be careful what you say sometimes but we're all about mandatory everything we think that the government should just be able to mandate anything and then people should just listen never question it people who question it are bad mean uh racist homophobic uh, all those all the bad things that's what you're supposed to believe that's how you be a good global citizen that's how you flaunt your mask unity. Transhumanist argues technology could end all human and animal suffering. Technology could one day be used to eliminate all feelings of pain and suffering within both humans and animals, according to the world's most prominent transhumanists. So they want to end all suffering. They assume suffering is bad, of course. Suffering is bad. We must get rid of all suffering. Is there a single creature that doesn't suffer? So some of them are, are consistent. Some of these antinatalists are consistent. And they'll say that life entails suffering and that any bringing in any being into the world, they'll say that that is bringing in more suffering. That's bringing in more suffering into the world. So they're consistent. And then they'll say, someone says, ask an ethicist. <laughs> we should ask an ethicist. Hey, since all beings suffer, should we use technology to end all suffering? Ethicist, I guess, would maybe say yes. Well, how should we do that? Because suffering is inherent in all of life, right? Every creature suffers. So I guess, um, yeah, it's a hard one. I guess that's a hard one. I guess we'll just need to end all life to end all suffering. That's the transhumanist lie. They tell you they're going to end all suffering. What they really mean is they're going to end all life. They, wanna, they think they're going to turn you into silicon-based life forms. They're gonna tell you that you're gonna upload your consciousness into a cloud. And check it out though, we got humanoid robots designed for space missions. So we got humanoid robots, let's make a humanoid fake human robot to send it to space while we lock you in your house for the rest of your life. Yay, yay.
New York Times, the world is a mess. We need fully automated luxury communism. June 11th, 2019. Forbes, September 18th, 2019. Do we need fully automated luxury communism? Are you seeing a pattern here? Left streamed, socialistproject.ca, luxury eco-communism, a wonderful world is possible. Oh, video unavailable. Latin altar, Latin altar is the worst. Latin altar is a giant scam. They hit me for much stuff. Uh, we've got the Atlantic, the age of AI. June 20th, 2019, give us fully automated luxury communism. A new book proposes we let robots do all the work. So they're telling you this last year. And then this year they say, ooh, time to roll it out. Artificial intelligence and fully automated luxury capitalism. Oh, let's just call it capitalism now, Forbes. <laughs> Forbes. <laughs> now they're calling it fully automated luxury capitalism. Ah, June 15th, 2020, fully automated luxury capitalism. September 18th, 2019, fully automated luxury communism. <laughs> oh, they're so different. This is so different. There's such a huge difference there. <laughs> All right, I got a super chat. Uh, doorman. No, oh, we, we, we already read that one. Bitter BB, we already read that one. Okay, sorry. I thought we had, thought we had some super chats. We did not. Right, fully automated luxury communism. So again, you know, these, these news outlets, why are they all running the same templates? Why are they all using the same words at the same time? Transhumanism's challenge to humanity. Transhumanist project is summed up by Mark O'Connell in his book, To Be a Machine, which won the Welcome Book Prize in 2018. Remember the Welcome Trust, who gave that book prize. The Welcome Trust is a pharmaceutical trust it's old pharmaceutical money, a trust out of the UK, and they work closely with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundations on a lot of projects. They work closely with Eat Lancet to promote planetary dietary guidelines and get us all to eat the bugs and the plant-based kibble and this processed monocrop GMO crap. Welcome Book Prize gave this guy a prize. He says, it is their belief that we can and should eradicate aging as a cause of death, that we can and should use technology to augment our bodies and our minds that we can and should merge with machines, remaking ourselves finally in the image of our own higher ideals. So man made in the image of like and likeness of God, man made in the image and likeness of God gets to return the favor and remake himself in the image and likeness of his own imagination. Oh no, his own higher ideals. Okay, higher ideals. Evolutionnews.com so evolution, the new religion, tells us that there are clearly creatures within species that are more evolved towards the next form than the others. So those more evolved creatures, shouldn't they have the right, shouldn't they have the right, shouldn't they not have the right to remake the world in their own image? What would it mean for humans to become data? Years and years, transhumanist character demonstrates the conundrum posed by merging human and machine. So we've got all these shows, got HBO. You're going to become data. You're just going to become data. You're going to become data from Star Trek. It's like the, the vegan stereotype, right? Data from Star Trek. Y'all remember data from Star Trek The Next Generation? Excuse me. Proper Star Trek fans. 
Star Trek Next Generation. Apologies. You're all going to become data. Meet the transhumanists turning themselves into cyborgs. Here we go. This is good. Wearing masks over your eyes so everything you see is fake. You're going to be a cyborg. How lovely. And of course, you know, we talked about this one before. Welcome to 2020. I'm sorry, 2030. I own nothing. have no privacy. And life has never been better. This is the World Economic Forum. Ida Alkins, op-ed for the World Economic Forum, talking about the fully automated luxury communism. Except they're calling it the smart city grid of the future. The smart cities. They're smart. And if you don't live in the smart city, you must be dumb. You must hate science. You must think that masks aren't going to make everybody healthy. If you don't live in a smart city, you must live in the dumb rural areas. You must be one of these dumb, idiot, non-entity rural people. What they tell us. Okay, so Ida Alkin from the World Economic Forum. She's a, uh, like a Danish dictocrat socialist lady. And this is what she wants, her future, where you have no privacy, you own nothing, but you're going to be so happy because the AI is going to give you your kibble before you even know you want your kibble. The AI is going to tell you which drugs you can take to make yourself feel happy. Feel happy. All right. So clearly, clearly, these good grown-ups just want us to wear masks to keep us healthy, right? It's all about health. Keeping us healthy. All right. So enough, enough of all this serious stuff. How's everybody? How's everybody doing out there in the chat? We had 200. We're dropping a little bit. You guys getting bored? You guys want more? We can have some more fun. We can do more funny stuff now. We get too serious here. We get too serious sometimes. I got a little... I need some cheese. I need a bite of cheese. We're waiting on rain here. We're trying to get some rain here all day. The rain's trying to come, but the wind keeps blowing it away. We really need rain. It is dry. We're having to bring a bunch of uh, sugar cane and chop it up. Chopping up the sugar cane for the, for the cows because the milk production has gone down because the pasture is really, really dry right now. So um, here's my, uh, my plant-based cheese. This is, this is actually one of the most amazing cheeses right here. I have no idea what it is, and Jessica has no idea what it is either, but we made it. <laughs> Jessica made it. Uh, all I did was milk the cow. But this it's some sort of a cheddar, and we have no idea what it is. We need to make it again because it's the best one she's made, the best cheddar she's made, but we, she doesn't know which one it is. So this might be the last time I get to eat this. <laughs> There's a few more. There's a few more of these, but um, got my plant-based cheese here. And the cows, we milk ourselves. Eternal love and gratitude wants more. All right. You guys want more. Ask and you shall receive. Again, thank you guys for the support. For the thumbs up, make sure to share it. Make sure to like it. And make sure to subscribe and hit the bell. I'm sure YouTube will remove your subscription promptly. So if you have subscribed before and you've hit notifications before, make sure it's still hit. I had somebody in the last stream tell me that they were unsubscribed from my channel four times. Four times. Some of the biggest supporters of the channel are getting auto-unsubscribed constantly by YouTube. It's pretty annoying. All right, we got more. We got more. You guys want to learn about... Well, we can, let's take a vote. We got a lot of different ways we can go with this. 
Why you guys want to laugh at Hedge Herbivore? I know you guys. I know you bigots. All right, we've got Vegan Nation is. We've got the Vegan Nation. Join millions of vegans in the first global digital society. We'll learn about this. Vegan coin, right? Crypto, the future. Cryptocurrency. Oh, yeah. You guys want to learn about that? Or you guys want to do... We got this uh, Hudson Tarlow. Someone's telling me he's a vegan activist, young vegan activist, up and coming vegan activist on the scene, young buck, saving the bucks and the Bambies and the Simbas. We've got, you're either a hypocrite or a vegan. We just got, I think we got a bunch of funny, potentially funny vegan videos to watch. Stolen dreams and childhood. So remember, this transhumanism this revamping of our every way of our very way of life this revamping of our food supply right the rockefeller foundation published a report called reset the table right to go along with the great reset food is a big part of this food is a big part of this right and we talked about lord birkenhead's 1929 article Lord Birkenhead, who was close friends with a lot of these technocrats who were making plans, a lot of these Fabian socialists in the early 20th, um, 20, 20th century, a lot, of the, um, a lot of the guys like the Huxleys. Right? He was very good. He was best friends with Winston Churchill. He was a futurist, Lord Birkenhead. Lord Birkenhead wrote that article and he said, all foodstuffs in 100 years are going to be produced synthetically in labs and doled out to you by the government that's also going to grow your babies in test tubes. This dude was writing this in 1929. He's a lord, a lord Birkenhead. A lord of Birkenhead. He was best friends with the prime minister. Remember, this is long-term, long-term social engineering. And what you eat and controlling your food is very, very important for controlling the flow of population, the flow of resources. This Kissinger was quoted by a journalist in the 1970s, famously said, control food. He said, control oil, you control the nations, control food, you control the people. And just like we talked about earlier, ranchers and farmers understand that simple mineral deficiencies will lead to infertility in animals. Those mineral deficiencies, like zinc deficiency, iodine deficiency, copper deficiency, guess what? Those are highly prevalent in these plant-based eaters and these plant-based diets that are being pushed. These nutrient-deficient, admittedly nutrient-deficient plant-based diets are being pushed. These diets can sterilize you as well due to these nutrient deficiencies. Farmers and ranchers understand that certain nutrients are required for the fertility of their flocks. Why doesn't modern medicine for humans acknowledge this? Gortez Rana sends a uh, 10 pound super chat from over there in the UK. Gortez, thanks for the support there, my friend. I really appreciate that. We haven't gotten, we've got more Streamlabs and super chats today, which is cool because Streamlabs is better. So to support via the super chat link on the Streamlabs, that's the best way to go. Gortez says, trying to evolve because they do not like the creation. Yeah. We're trying to become the creator because they hate their creator. It's really sad. It's a twisted and inverted theology, right? I mean, it's a Luciferian theology, transhumanism, through our own will, 
through rearranging the natural world, we're going to create utopia. We're going to ascend into heaven. We're going to storm heaven. We're going to storm Eden and recreate Eden through our own actions and recreate ourselves in our own image and recreate all of creation in our own image. This is the transhumanist Luciferian ideology. Doorman360 donates five bucks. There you go. Thanks, man. Says, uh, if you don't own anything, how can you raise your children? These dystopian futures never talk about child rearing. Terrible. Exactly. Because they want the state to raise the children. Thank you for bringing that up. Very, very important. When you read these dystopian futurist musings, right, these, um, these shitty essays written by people like, what's her face, uh, Ida Aukin for the World Economic Forum. When you read these essays, they never talk about families. They talk about people living alone in their pods and being so happy that the AI is sending them their kibble cummies. You're going to get your kibble, kibble cummies. That the AI knows exactly what kind of uh, cartoon porn Vegan Gaines wants to jerk off to while he eats his Beyond Kibble through a test tube, living in his test tube. Right? They never talk about raising children because they want the state to raise the children. They want the state to select the children and breed the children as well. It sounds crazy. We've documented this many times. <laughs> Why are you philosopher kingophobic? <laughs> audience here you guys are great you guys are awesome you guys make me laugh philosopher king vegan gains king coom vegan <laughs> king coom all right let's move on let's learn a little bit about vegan nation the blockchain crypto remember blockchain Veganism. blockchain very important in the fourth industrial revolution as uh, for keeping records they want all this stuff to be permanent on blockchain so that ai systems which are basically just algorithms programmed by humans to perform simple binary tasks in sequence. That's what AI is. It's not an entity. It's not something greater than humanity itself. It's not a god. It's a bunch of programmed algorithms written by a bunch of people just like us. That's what AI is. All right, so the, uh, the blockchain is very, very important for keeping records, permanent records, so that these can be crawled by AI in the future, in the near future, and in the present to do tasks, to sort you out. And so blockchain creating a permanent record of all transactions, of all interactions. These people think that they're going to create some super mind that's going to be ultimately powerful and have records of everything that's happened It's, it's really sick. It's really a, a delusions of grandeur, right? But let's, let's hear about this. I've been talking too long. Veganism isn't just a fad diet. It's a true carrot. Come on. Veganism isn't just a fad diet. It's a true caring for the planet and all living creatures. It's a vigorous lifestyle based on the belief that we can all make a difference. There are over 300 million vegans worldwide that all share some... That sounds like bullshit to me. There are not 300 million vegans worldwide. Guarantee there are not 300 million actual vegans worldwide. More values. Vegans are less than 1% of the population. And when these people, the vegans, they always try to conflate vegetarian and veganism when it suits them, but then rip on vegetarians and call them murderers and rapists <laughs> at the same time. It's ridiculous.
A united community brings these like-minded individuals together. Welcome to Vegan Nation, a society that defies geographical boundaries and empowers vegans with a designated, compassionate economy. Vegan Nation has its own marketplace, where you can buy products, fresh produce, and other services electronically. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what a surprise. Vegan Nation has products that you can purchase. Whoa, mind blown. You can easily pay for your products in the app or in a physical store using VeganPay, the new global vegan digital payments platform. With one click, scan or tap, you can pay your local vendor or friend and get rewarded with vegan coin. Oh, vegan coin! You get a vegan coin! Show digital coin. Look at that! The vegan coin's on your phone! You're gonna buy vegan food on your phone! Wow! Currency of the global vegan community. Members can also start and interact with their own communities and invite their friends and local vegan peers to join the community. You'll be able to post events, news, recipes, and other community management capabilities. The Vegan Nation platform will be utilized as a means to build communities, share and trade sustainably, and use the value of money to generate real impact. Active members accumulate vegan coin rewards and gain more perks. Member rankings will be displayed on their public profiles. Vegan Nation supports members, so they've got they've integrated in member rankings, social credits, <laughs> your little vegan passport. What is this vegan passport thing they're trying to push here? Look at this. Public profiles. Ooh, Vegan, vegan Nation, Nation passport. Entrepreneurship with our community landing platform. Funds raised will be allocated to support the search for innovative solutions for the vegan world. We aim to make veganism a more approachable, affordable, and attainable choice for everyone. Our nation promotes mutual respect, responsibility, and compassion for the world we share. We are a vegan nation. <laughs> that is so inspiring. Look at that. And vegan nation, 186 subscribers. They've got 20 whole views. 20 whole views on that. What else do they have going on? Veganism. Is it safe for kids to go vegan? Is vegan safe for kids? So I don't know if... No. Do I have kids? No. Will I ever have kids? No. Will I tell you that you should put your kids on a nutrient-deficient diet that could harm their central nervous system, could make them emotionally, physically, and mentally fucked up? Yeah, I'll do that. If you're like me, if you're going vegan or you're already vegan, doctors and parents and teachers, everyone seems to be against it. When parents are feeding kids chicken nuggets and burgers and whatever, pizza, they're not really concerned with the nutritional value or quality of those foods, but they just think, oh, they're eating meat and it's normal, so they should be getting enough. But when you go vegan, you actually pay attention a little bit more to the food that you're putting in your body. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. You're paying more attention to the food that you put in your body and not paying attention to the only foods that you should really be putting into your body. They don't know that the animals are pumped with things like antibiotics. Hey, guess how much antibiotics our animals have. Guess how many dewormers and chemical injections our animals have had. Zero. And there are many producers who don't inject their animals with this stuff, who don't give their animals antibiotics unless it's going to save their lives if they absolutely need to. 
But of course, you know, don't get in the way of a good, of a good vegan shitty argument, <laughs> a good shitty vegan argument. Um, yeah, they, they love to talk about this. All the animals, they all have antibiotics. I've never given a single one of my animals antibiotics. Of putting children on a vegan diet. We got this one. I don't know why this one's popping up. We got imploring remonstrance. I know this. I've seen this channel before. This might be someone. This might be someone who's popped up in the chat. Oh no! <laughs> Greta Thunberg, man of the year. <laughs> All right, let's let's check out this video. We've got a uh, nine. Is this called nine-year-old abused vegan activist? I haven't seen this yet. I do know I've seen videos. Of the lady on the left, that boomer on the left. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Um, if you're offended by reality, don't watch this stream, please. If you're offended by me speaking my mind, don't watch this stream. If you're in the chat right now, if you're all uppity and offended, just leave. Just leave. Because we're here defending children from these nutrient-deficient diets. We're here to help these vegans to leave this stupid ideology and to get healthy. And it's really sad how many children have been affected by their parents' stupid decisions to put them on these vegan diets. It's really, really sad. Let's go. Hi everyone. I'm here today interviewing a vegan activist. Her name is Kara. How old are you, Kara? Nine. Nine. So you've been a vegan activist for how long? Since I was like seven. You're going right now. It's summertime. You're going into what grade? Grade four. And so you've been a vegan activist since about grade two, yeah. grade grade one, grade two, something like that. <sighs> you know, when I'm looking for, when I'm looking for advice on life, when I'm looking for empowering individuals to look up to and to help us to really fix the problems of the world so that we can bring about the great utopia where everyone lives forever and there's no death and there's no suffering and everybody's happy, happy, smiley time. When I'm trying to do that, I am always looking for a good second or third grader to help me understand how to do it, right? I'm always looking for a good second or third grade vegan activist leader. Look at this young woman, beautiful young woman. There, fighting the good fight. So I think, uh, <laughs> you know, fourth grade activist. This is uh, this is normal. This is okay. Fourth graders and second graders are ready to become activists and ready to change the world. Okay. And what made you start? So I'm vegan and I love the animals. Okay. And I think it's wrong that they get tortured. So that's why I, that's how I started protesting. Okay. So um, somebody told this little second and fourth grader that all the little animals, they're all being tortured. And that itself is pretty abusive. That's crazy. Um, so did your mom or your dad go to any protests? Yes, mostly my dad. And so you just went along at first and then you like, yeah, you got into it, I guess. Mm -hmm. What kind of protests, can you tell us what kind of protests you've been to? I've been to Bay Durfe meeting. So Bay Durfe is on the island of Montreal. And what what are you protesting in Bay Durfe? So there is a council meeting and we're protesting to shut down that here. So what other protests have you been to? I've been to Canada Goose. Why are you protesting Canada Goose? Because they have fur trip of coyotes. Okay, fur trim like around the hood, you mean? Yes. 
Right? From the coyotes. And so How did they get the fur trim from the coyotes? They trap the coyotes and the coyote will either try to bite its arm off. What? Because it's yeah. trapped like in its hand? Mm -hmm. Oh, so it tries to bite its own hand off. Oh, oh, oh. These, are, these grown adults hanging out with seven and nine-year-olds sitting there talking about animal suffering, right? Describing graphically deaths of animals being trapped and stuff. What a, what a disgusting, what a disgusting thing this woman's doing, this poor child. Nope. We're back. Today, interviewing a vegan activist. Her name is Tara. Tara. How old are you, Tara? Nine. I'm here today. Alright, this is this is very strange. Very strange. Very very strange. Alright, what else? This pulled up. This guy actually came on the show before. David Rams. I don't know if that's any fun. Vegan activists versus local female farmers. We got that one. We got, oh, this is, we should have watched this last time. Exposing the spiritual community with a vegan yogi. We have a lot of things we could go for. We got the vegan lawyer. Let's rather, we, okay. Here we go. Joey Cabstrong. Joey Cabstrong. Maybe we should go with that. What do you think? We got Joey Cabstrong, or you're either a hypocrite or you're vegan. This one's shorter. This one's shorter. Maybe we should watch this one. All right, let me come back here and see if there's any super chats. Thanks for the support, everybody. Thanks for hitting the like. Thanks for hitting that subscribe. Hitting the bell icon. All those things you're supposed to say when you make a YouTube of videos. Like it. Share it. Do all that. Support via the Streamlabs link in the description. Become a member at primaledgehealth.com slash membership. There's a link in the description below. You become a member if you want our support. We do weekly coaching calls up in there. We've got a great community of like-minded people of all different walks of life. Like-minded in the way that we're all trying to get healthy. To support our health, the health of our families and our communities, become a member at primaledgehealth.com slash membership. Link in the description down below. And get on the next coaching call. We just did a coaching call yesterday. We're going to do another coaching call next week. We do weekly coaching calls in there. That's the best way to get... Coaching, I know a lot of people in there got questions. We had some people with questions about fertility earlier. That's the best way to get coaching from us very affordably. We do those weekly coaching calls in there in our members' forum. All right, so let's, uh, we'll do, we got Paul Bashir here. He's, uh, he's like Joey Carbstrong light. Paul Bashir is uh, discount aisle, dollar store, Joey Carbstrong, Antifa for the animals. Paul Bashir, uh, who pushed out of a debate. They actually contacted me, Anonymous for the Voiceless, this group. Uh, Anonymous for the Voiceless, look at that, 2,000 subscribers. Wow, working so hard. Raise awareness for the animals. And he refused after he set up a date and everything. We set up a date. We had it set up. He was going to come on. We're going to have a debate. But then he came back with all these weird um, conditions, all these new these guidelines for interacting with Paul Bashir. Um, so I guess, I don't know, I guess it's not going to happen. He kind of tried to flip the board and say, no, I'm not going to debate you now. So it looks like it's not going to happen with Paul, who is a fucking coward. 
<laughs> Fucking coward. But let's uh, let's see what he has to say here. Paul Bashir, anonymous voice of the voiceless. Are you a hypocrite? Or are you a vegan? Ooh. Watch me manipulate you into feeling guilty. We're showing on the screen the standard practice footage of what happens in the meat, dairy, and egg industries and other industries that abuse animals for products that humans consume. Not good. It's not good. Right. Yeah. So what do you think we do about it then? Wouldn't it be like free range and like... We're showing that. Yeah, so it's all... That's free range what we were just showing you, man. <laughs> That's free range. That's free range what we're showing you, man. So they get these people completely disconnected from their food supply, people who live in cities, people who have never been connected to growing their own food, people who have never produced anything in their lives. They show them some slaughterhouse footage. They say, don't you feel bad? Don't you feel sad? Go vegan. Oh, you won't go vegan? You're a meanie. Free range and grass-fed and organic, cage-free, humane-certified, these labels are designed by the industry not to make the animals feel better but to make you feel better the consumer so, so that is a lie that is an absolute lie we've got animals here that are free range our chickens cruise around all day doing what they want they get fed protected our sheep our cows are fed and protected ranging on grass eating nothing but the herbs and shrubs that grow here locally providing us with Bioavailable protein, fat, and carbohydrate. Here's my fresh, raw, plant-based milk. Milk, this one is from yesterday. From our own cows. There is such thing as regenerative agriculture that regenerates the soil. There are small family farms all over, homesteaders all over. But don't abuse their animals. No farmer is out there just waiting to pick on and be mean to little Wilbur the pig and Bambi the deer. Farmers aren't out there just plotting the death of Bambi's mom all day and thinking of ways that they can torture 101 Dalmatians. This is your Disney fantasy world that you live in, Paul Bashir. This is your fantasy world that you live in because you are living in a... Professional activist, Paul Bashir, out there protesting for the animals not 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 out there talking about what's happening in australia his home country the, the home country of so many of these vegan activists why why are they all coming out of australia why is australia such a hot spot for these degenerate wannabe antifa for the animal dorks like paul bashir why i don't understand it what happened what happened in australia well, paul bashir professional activist Lives a vacation lifestyle all the time. Permanent vacation for the animals, though. For the animals. But if you don't go vegan, you're a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. But he doesn't talk about the hypocrisy of the destruction, the environmental devastation, the crop deaths. They say, oh, crop deaths, though. The millions of insects, small animals, mammals, rats, snakes, voles like garland farms was talking about a few months ago garland farms hitting on them voles over and over again right the voles all these small animals being killed by pesticides by the crop crop protection industry which not only poisons animals but also shoots them so that you can eat your little soy burgers that are grown by debt slaves in third world countries whose cultures are being destroyed by the international banking 
cartels that fund and bankroll these transnational corporations that go and extract the resources from these third world countries and extract the human resources from those countries to make them grow soy and corn so that you decadent wannabe Antifa freaking maggots up in Australia like Paul Bashir can stand out in the streets and pretend like you're saving the animals by showing slaughterhouse footage to a bunch of sheltered, city-dwelling, Disney-programmed millennials and Zoomers and boomers. So you can show them slaughterhouse porn videos on your child slavery-manufactured Foxconn Apple devices. So you can sit there on your devices that require cobalt mined by child slaves so that you can tell everybody to supplement with methylcobalamin and cyanocobalamin that use that cobalt mined by African slave children so that they could take supplemental vitamin B12 that still won't give them, that still won't give them what the body needs that it gets from animal foods. That's what you're doing. You are a hypocrite, Paul. But let's hear how you're gonna justify why everyone else is hypocrites, right? 97% of the population or was it 99% or something? 97% of the population, 99% of the population, whatever it is that isn't vegan or vegetarian. Because you, you know you guys conflate that. When you're trying to boost your own numbers and say that you're so popular, veganism is popular, you'll say vegetarianism and veganism. But in your activism, you hate the vegetarians. You hypocrite. That you feel okay about buying the immoral products. Fair it's just marketing, right? Do you find animal abuse wrong? How do you feel about it? Oh, it's not the greatest, but then again, I wouldn't stop eating meat. Okay. Do you realize that makes you a hypocrite? It does, it does. Okay. How does animal abuse make you feel? <laughs> How does animal abuse... He talks to these people like they're as stupid as he is. You talk to people like they're as stupid as you are, Paul. That's why you won't come on and talk to me because you know I'll smash you, you freaking dork. Oh, what do you think about promoting animal abuse? Okay. How does animal abuse make you feel? How does animal abuse make you feel? Do you think it's okay to ripe the cows? Do you know that every cow is riped? Every cow is recreationally riped? Do you know that farmers spend half the day just riping cows? With hot irons? Did you know that in order for a chicken to produce eggs, it has to be riped over 50 times? Do you know that roosters regularly ripe? <laughs> roosters are regularly riping chickens? Did you know this? Oh, yeah? Right, so what do you think you can do about it? Um... He talks to her like she's retarded. But, to be fair, this lady is pretty retarded <laughs> for letting this retard talk to her like she's so retarded. He wants to be the big man, the big daddy. Hey there. Super chat. We got some super chat. Donald Robinson donated 20 bucks through super chat on the YouTube. Says, I wanted to send more, but my wife's boyfriend won't let me. Hey, you gotta, you gotta listen, man. You know what I mean? Um, hopefully he'll let you maybe play, play Nintendo Switch later on. And use the uh, the big TV, maybe without your headphones. So I appreciate that, Donald Robinson, good, good global citizen, Donald Robinson. I appreciate that. Not a great. Do you 
Well, do you eat the products of Why did he put his... Why did he put his... Why does he put his glasses on? Right, so what do you think he Look at his eyes. Do about it. Look at the hatred and the spite in his eyes. That's the way he wears the glasses. He can't look people in the eyes. If they do look him in the eyes, they're going to see that seething spite and hatred that's seeping out of this dude. Look at that. Right, so what do you think he can do about it? Um, <laughs> look at his gay-ass glasses. I'm sorry, look at his, his glasses are totally not even gay. <laughs> Those glasses, what's with these glasses, dude? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what's cool, what do I know? I'm pretty sure that those glasses are like not even gay. They're so lame. They're not even gay. <laughs> well, do you eat the products of these industries? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Right. So, do you know that being vegan means that you no longer have to support this? So, basically, you know that being vegan means that. You get to tell yourself that you're doing right. Did you know that being vegan means that you're going to be poisoning billions and perhaps trillions of animals with pesticides, herbicides, and insecticides and fungicides. You're going to be destroying the microbiome of yourself and everybody that's eating the pesticide-drenched fortified GMO foods. Did you know this? Did you know that more, did you know that more animals die for your Beyond Burger and your impossible burger, and your soylent slop, and even your chickpeas and your lentils, then died for grass-fed beef burger. Did you know that? Do you think that animal abuse is wrong? Stabbing an animal to death for a sandwich? You don't stab an animal to death. When you slaughter an animal, it's often with cattle. They use that air gun that goes right? So they're dead, and then the throat is slit, to drain the blood. They're not stabbed to death. <laughs> vegan ethicist. <laughs> we got vegan ethicist. Um, vegan ethicist Paul Bashir here. Um, they're not stabbed to death. I'm sorry. Somebody asked what I'm eating. It's just some cheese. Just some more cheese. Got cheese. This is just grass. This is plant-based cheese made from nothing but grass, herbs, and indigestible shrubs that we cannot process or eat ourselves. Processed in our own yard. In our own yard. Processed into delicious milk, which then we turned into cheese. Isn't that amazing? With nothing. With nothing imported required. Not a single animal even died for this cheese. Isn't that funny? But how many animals are going to be killed for this dude's chickpea, lentil, blueberry, kale, superfood smoothie? Hmm? How many animals are poisoned for every crop of wheat? How many pigeons and doves are shot? <laughs> Countless. But these people want to quantify. They say, oh, the animal's dying. It's so bad that the animals have to die. As if death is the worst thing that can happen. Death, which is inevitable to every single creature that is born. If you think that's wrong, then the way for you to align your actions with those morals that you say you have is to be vegan. Do you think it's possible to be against animal abuse while supporting that? Not supporting that, particularly, but um, it depends whether there's 
Like he talks, he talks so slowly and so fakely. Like it's just, it's all just pantomime human interaction to try to manipulate the person to get them to a certain point where they feel confused and ashamed enough to submit themselves to this dork. This is the best of the industry we're showing. What they claim to be the most humane methods. In the egg industry, they macerate day-old chicks, male chicks, because they don't lay eggs. That means they blend them while they're alive. The egg industry? Hey, guess what? What we promote is not any industry. And less than 100 years ago, in the, in the United States, more than 60% of the protein that people were eating would come from their own land, from their own neighborhoods. Right? So we don't macerate any chicks. The hens that get broody, they hatch our chicks out. If we want to eat a rooster, we'll eat the rooster. If we want to sell the rooster, we'll sell the rooster. It's all about emotional manipulation games. Hey, you're stabbing a cow. You want to stab the cow? You want to stab a cow to death for a hamburger? Well, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna gas a billion bugs to death for your sandwich, for your wheat, corn, and soy kibble, and that's fine. But one cow being slaughtered is terrible, yet billions of insects being destroyed, millions of rats, small mammals being displaced and killed, millions of children possibly being maimed by your nutrient-deficient diet, malnutrition. You're fine with all of that, Fine with all that, right? Talk about being a hypocrite. Can you imagine putting chicks into a blender and pressing the on button? That's what the egg industry does. Can you imagine putting chicks in a blender and blending them? Oh, you must be so mean if you do that. All male chicks, and that's free range, humane certified. See, the thing is, we can put these nice labels on the packaging all we want, but those labels aren't designed to make the animals feel better. The truth is, they're designed to make the consumer feel better about making the immoral choice. It's just marketing to sell a product. If you really look at it truthfully, you if would... If you really look at it truthfully, you'll believe the untruths that I'm telling you. Never want to be in that animal's position, would you? Even in a free-range, humane, certified situation, would you? Because you're getting your life taken from you when you want to live. You want bodily integrity but your bodily integrity is taken away from you in the meat, dairy, and egg industries. Oh well, yeah, but what about when you're forced to wear a mask and stay inside of your home and be unemployed? Is that okay? Is that cool with you? I guess so. And any of those industries that exploit animals. So I ask you again, do you think it's possible? So I ask you again while I'm wearing sunglasses so you can't even see my eyes as I talk to you like you're a three-year-old retard. For you to be against animal abuse while supporting animal abuse. Oh, you mean like vegans? To say they're against animal abuse while supporting animal abuse? Cool. Vegans who believe that humans are just the same as animals, yet they'll abuse humans by putting them on their nutrient-deficient diet. Okay. Animals anymore, which means you no longer have to be a hypocrite. Because you say you're against animal abuse, but then when you buy animal products like meat, dairy, eggs, those kinds of things, you're directly supporting it. So that doesn't align. Make sense? 
Ah, thank you. We're going to walk away and completely forget about this. We're going to go watch Netflix and eat some chicken tenders. Thank you, mate. Thank you, mate. <laughs> For your ineffectual, self-congratulatory, masturbatory, patronizing interaction. Thank you. Look at them titties on, uh, on Paul Bashir here. Hey, Paul Bashir, is being 50 pounds overweight good for the animals, right? You think because, uh, you know, you're, you're all about helping the animals and reducing the suffering of the animals. Don't you think that being overweight, having bitch tits like you got, and having that big juicy gut there, do you think that that's like really sustainable for the animals? Like, couldn't you decrease the amount of animal suffering by not being like 30, 50 pounds overweight, Paul Bashir? Huh? Okay. Thank you for bringing us away. No worries, you take care. <laughs> All right, take care. Take care. So he, he put that video up like that makes him look good. <laughs> these people, these people are so unaware. They're so unaware of themselves. It's ridiculous. All right. I think there was a super chat. Let me see. I already read that one. Donald Robinson. Donald Robinson, thanks for the support, man. Appreciate that. Come over here. What else is happening? You had Bitter BB. Thanks for the support. Doorman. Gortez. Doorman again. The Art of Truth and Love. Again, thank you very much for the generous super chats. Diamond Tuesday. Dark Bird. Art of Truth and Love again. Fast Keto Prime. Ruby. Thanks, guys. Appreciate all the support today. You guys, make sure to hit the like. Hit that subscribe. Hit the subscribe. Hit the like. Appreciate that support. Should we should we keep going? I got a little bit more energy. Who wants to keep going? Maybe we should we should wrap this up. Two hours now. Going two hours. Almost three. How long have we been going? Did I start at four or three? I think I've been going almost three hours. Please keep going. You guys want more? All right. We can, we'll watch. We'll do one more. We'll do one more. Hopefully, hopefully you guys uh, enjoy this. Get something out of it. Thumbing it up and supporting via the Streamlabs and Super Chats. All right, we got either new vegan access, Hudson Tarlow, uh, or this guy talking about Tommy, or Carbstrong about eating dogs. I mean, just typical Joey Carbstrong video, always hilarious. And then we got another new vegan activist, Francisco Alvarez. I don't know. Someone says Tarlow. I got a vote for Tarlow. Got one vote for Tarlow. All right. There's just one vote for Tarlo. Let's let's check out Tarlo. The best way to do vegan activism in quarantine. The best way to do animal rights activism while we're stuck in quarantine. Wow. First of all, I just want to say wow. Like, I, congratulations, dude. You've got. I don't know how long you've been vegan. Seems like you might be like between the age of seventeen and twenty-seven. I'm not sure. It's hard to tell these days, but uh. Dude, the voice, the, the vegan voice is on fleek. You've got the best vegan activist voice that I've heard in minutes. Um, I dig it, man. I dig it. 
is by getting on TikTok and making content. TikTok is a new app that just recently became popular and as of 2020, it's now the most downloaded social media app. Especially in quarantine, it's becoming more and more popular. People are spending more and more time on it, which is why I think it's the best way that you can speak up for animals right now. <laughs> the best way you can speak up for animals right now is to put your time and energy into building a platform owned in part by the communist Chinese government and spend as much time as you can on TikTok. That's how you can save the animals. So we got more TikTok activism. This is the new activism. This is how to get rid of all the mean, bad, toxic masculinity animal abusers going on TikTok. TikTok videos. We got a, you know, what are you gonna twerk? Perspective of how effective TikTok is at promoting animal rights and veganism. Just alone in the month of April, while I was just sitting in my room all day in quarantine, the TikTok videos I made in the month of April have received a total of 10 million views. And in the past- Whoa! Changing the world by becoming an e-celeb. This is amazing. Two years of doing YouTube, I've received a total of 60,000 channel views. That's doing it for over two years, and then in one month, I received 10 million views on TikTok. To put that into even more perspective, Earthling Ed is a fantastic animal rights activist. How many of these views are real on TikTok too? Right, we know that the YouTube, this is the views are algorithmically determined. The actual viewer count, the live viewer count, and the views, we have no idea how much this corresponds with reality. Think about how easily you can manipulate people by just giving them fake views or lack of views on these social media platforms. You can create, just, <laughs> it's so easy to manage these people's little echo chambers and to boost their, uh, their egos by just giving them fake views. Like how, how do we know that TikTok is honest about viewership and whatnot? This makes tons of great YouTube videos in his entire career on YouTube, he's received a total of 21 million views. And just in the past month on TikTok, I've been able to reach 10 million people. I'm not saying this to brag, I'm saying this to illustrate just how effective TikTok is, how many people you can reach and inspire to go vegan through the app. The main for the animals. You, can, you get so many followers and reach so many, get so many views and likes for the animals. Why it's so easy to go viral on TikTok is because for one, you're not competing with all these celebrities on Instagram. You're competing against people like Brad Pitt and the Kardashians and LeBron James. You're competing against all these celebrities. You're competing. I thought you were a vegan activist, dude. What do you mean you're competing against LeBron James? You're you're like a you're a 13 year old vegan activist on TikTok. You're not competing with any celebrities for anything. I thought you're trying to save the animals. <laughs> Celebrities who are household names that have millions and millions and millions of followers that it's so hard for a random person to get your name out there. It's so hard for, if you're not already this huge celebrity and actor, to get your name out there. With TikTok, there are not really any public figures on the app yet. So it's so easy for just some random person who's never made a single piece of content in their life to make one piece of content and it immediately blow up. I've had countless- Where's this guy from? This is a strange accent friends who have been telling to get on TikTok and they get on within one week they have a video that gets 500,000 views. Now this isn't gonna last long because every social media does this at first. Every social media makes it really easy to grow and then once they get to a certain size that social media will begin to cap their engagement because- Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they'll introduce- No. no. 
these social media companies, you can't trust them. You can't trust your viewer count on TikTok. I mean, I know it's not a, not that big of a deal because it's for the animals, dude. You got 10 million views for the animals. How do you know it's even real? How do you know that's real? How do you know you're not just being thrown in a dopamine loop to be behavior modified by these big tech companies? Not bad. We, we should trust the Chinese government's TikTok though, right? ads and they'll want you to buy an ad to promote their post. On Facebook and Instagram, they're going to cap out your engagement at a certain point. And so no matter how good your message of veganism is, no matter how well you phrase it, eventually they're going to cap out the reach because they want you to pay for more reach by buying an ad. TikTok doesn't have advertisements. So if you make a video and it's really good, your engagement is never going to be capped out. I still have posts that are getting thousands of views. TikTok never has advertising. And you think this is a you know, sustainable business model? You don't think there's something a little weird about TikTok? No advertisement owned by a communist dictatorship that is known to be openly organ harvesting <laughs> their useless, uh, what they call useless eaters, organ harvesting their slaves and dissidents. You think this is, uh, is going to be helpful? But you know, it's cool. You're building your TikTok following for the animals, right? For the animals. <laughs> for the animals. It's cool week that were posts that were made back in January. But because the algorithm just doesn't stop promoting things right now, it's so easy to go viral and even more so, it's so easy to make an impact for the animals. And in my opinion, this is the best way that we as vegan activists can make an impact for the animals and really drive in the veganism imperative to the public. Another thing about TikTok is that on Instagram and YouTube, all these platforms, you need to learn how to do super fancy editing. I had to learn how to edit for like five years before I started making YouTube content. Five, TikTok, you had to learn to edit for five years to make this groundbreaking YouTube content. It took him five years. I had to edit for five years to make this video, man. <laughs> this is five years of editing. This is five years of distilling the genius of cinematography, of, <laughs> of, of, um, of public speaking skills. This is five years of experience went into this video. I'm amazed. I was, I was gonna say, like, this guy must have been making YouTube videos and editing for like 20 years, but only five. It's pretty amazing. All you do is you just get out your phone and you just talk to the camera and it takes 10 minutes to learn how to edit in the app. It's super straightforward. All I do is I just get out my phone, just point the camera at my face and make a quick 10 second, 15 second video in the mouth. Dude, and then that's activism, dude. All I do, all I do is pull out my phone, make a 10, 15 second video, put it up on TikTok, and millions of animals are saved. And the world's getting better. Global warming, BTFO, patriarchy, debunked, right? Racist, bigot, homophobes, done. 10 second, 10 minute, whatever, 15 second, activism, bro. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. All right, Tarlo, Hudson Tarlo. <laughs> embodying the new male so perfectly, right? Right. He's got the voice. He's he's an activist, a true activist. Guess how you be an activist now? Guess how to become an activist? All you need to do to be an activist is be an aspiring social media e-celeb. And so we've learned a lot today. We've learned a lot about masculinity. We've learned a lot about why everybody needs masks. We've learned a lot about um, activism. Right, activism, how to properly get engaged with activism. So if there's anybody out there who's been inspired to become a vegan activist after the stream, 
I just want to tell you, like, it's not, it's a lot of work, right? You got to make like 15 second TikTok videos, but it's worth it. And the animals will thank you, right? My animals, thank you. My animals salute you. My animals, thank you for wearing masks. They thank you for uh, staying home and saving lives. And they thank you for making TikTok videos for them, for them. This is for you, animals. This is for you. All right, guys. Ah, Hudson Tarlow. We'll be back to Hudson. We'll be back. We'll revisit Hudson, I'm sure. Um, we also, I'll, I'll save some of these. I want to watch this one eventually, too. Vegan Before activist versus local female farmers. Oh, it's not even... Where's the original video? I didn't even show the original video. Okay. Maybe we won't watch that one. <laughs> well, we got more. People want more hench. Got to get more hench. You guys want some more hench next time? Um, all right, we'll see if Hench puts out some new entertaining videos. We'll do some more of that next time. Everybody's always requesting Dr. Gregor, too. I'm sick of Gregor. I like Hench now. Hench is a fun one. Hench is fun. Um, so, yeah, what else, guys? You guys got any, any, last, any last statements? Any last super chats? Last supportive super chats for the channel here? Smashing the likes. You guys got to smash the like. Hey, can you like smash the like? Hey guys, make sure to use Upspeak when you smash the like. Hey guys, are you wearing a mask? Good, me too. Smash the like. <laughs> Canada. Oh, Canada. My home and native land. All you Canadians, all you Americans, all you uh, Europeans, you Europeans, Canadians, Americans. It's been nice hanging out, guys. Um, another stream coming probably, uh, let's see, Friday, Thursday or Friday? We're going to see. Maybe even tomorrow. Tomorrow, Thursday or Friday, one of those days, we'll have another stream. More streams to come eventually. All right, but the more you guys support this, the more you guys support the work we do, the more you're going to get. And I appreciate those of you who are saying that you enjoy the earlier time slot. Um, I think the U.S. viewers prefer like a 7 EST time slot, so that's 6 my time. For the U.K., I, I feel like starting at 3 o'clock or even 2 o'clock my time might be, um, might be all right. So, uh, yeah, I'll do more streams earlier in the day for you U.K. folks and for those of you who want them later in the afternoon uh, or in the evening. If you're based in the U.S. or South America, or Canada, I'm a I love. How dare you? If you want them uh, on those nights, make sure to support via super chats. Then I've been getting pretty good support during this slot, so I think maybe we'll stream some more at this time. Jer Bear sent a Canadian five dollars. Says, is it more beneficial to support through Streamlabs or YouTube's Streamlabs for sure? The Streamlabs link. There you go. Okay is always on it. Thank you. Okay. Really appreciate the moderation there too, keeping it, keeping it YouTube legal up in the chat. But yeah, the Streamlabs link is always better um, for two reasons. Reason number one, inevitable demonetization of this channel. A lot of the peripheral friend channels of this channel have been demonetized. Jay Dyer, for instance, recently demonetized. Shout out to Jay. Support these content creators who are actually working their butts off out there, trying to inform the public, trying to do it in a way that they can even stay on this platform. Hence... The constant use of sarcasm, right? That is, uh, you know, the satire and tone. And the tone you use, very, very important, right? So satire can slip past the algorithm. If you guys get annoyed with satire and sarcasm, then go away. 
<laughs> I don't care. Go away if you're annoyed with it. Because uh, we're trying to stay here, not get kicked off of YouTube, but we're also, we want to spread the truth. All right, so we've got to slip in between the, um, the barriers in the algorithm to get you that truth. And that's what we'll do. So yeah, the best way to support, so Super Chats are great, but also the, uh, the Streamlabs is going to be better. And then you can become a member at PrimalEdgeHealth.com or you can support yourself, support your own health by checking out some of our products on our website. We've got several books. The most recent book, The Carnivore Cookbook, Zero Carb Recipes for People Who Really Love Animals. Right? These are all plant-based meat recipes. Remember, meat is the most plant-based food out there. Grass-fed beef, more plant-based than even the plants that these people eat. You can check out this book at PrimalEdgeHealth.com slash... Well, just PrimalEdgeHealth.com. There's a link in the description of this video down below. Um, all right, guys. Remember, all we learned today, we learned a lot. We learned a heck of a lot today. I hope you guys are all going to wear double, triple, quadruple, quintuple masks um, to save yourselves, to save the planet, to save the animals. Remember, if you don't wear a mask, you're not gay. But you're supposed to want to be gay because it's really cool. But not wearing a mask is gay. I don't know. We, you might have to go back to review. It gets confusing. The doctrines get confusing. But what's important is that we all remain in a state of confusion, anxiety, fear while watching TV, shaking, shivering, shivering in fear. Right? That's what's important. Everybody, take your daily dose of vitamin TV. Cover your mouth so that you are breathing rebreathing your own carbon dioxide and the bacteria that you're exhaling and um yeah among other things right good global citizens so we've got uh yeah we've got a lot to come we've got more streams i'll see you guys next time thanks for hanging out bigots peace